wonderful journey into the beginning of the jungles of Desbendal. We are only just, just barely getting started on this particular leg of our adventure. We can do walking through the forest. So as we left off last week, we had made our way back down through some stretch of friendlier terrain, not too far from Ackerville, back down to Hunter's Gate and the old temple ruins in which it resides. We arrived there, looked around, inspected the strange totem the Cinder Claws had been building briefly, and then were set upon by a pretty massive tarantula that just came stampeding out of the tree line as Buddy began just smacking the totem with his hammer, (laughs) creating a whole lot of general noise and seeming to anger the local wildlife. Quickly dispatching that with only a brief minor scolding from Volley about tactics that we're becoming all too familiar with at this point. (laughs) Volley! We long for a friend who is not familiar with Hell Knight Battle Strategy. <laughs> maybe someday we'll get... We have Renali. Renali has nothing to say about you, Jack. Yeah, Renali's right. like, go team! <laughs> Spectral Cat. Like, <laughs> that's about all Can we leave yet? <laughs> yeah, I'd like to go now. Thank you. <laughs> can, I, can I eat that? <laughs> she's, she's her own speed of things. Mm. But as we were wrapping up the last session, as we were interrupted by this spider, I believe the group of you had been finishing your investigations of the totem. You I put it in my it pocket. Up, yep, by shrinking the totem down to basically nothing and quite literally popping it in your purse. And you had discovered a gold bar that had been left pretty much alone in a small sack mm-hmm. next to this half-finished totem. You were using your alchemist kit to try to identify it. Yes, I was. Spider interrupted that. Yep. So as that finishes, what is your uh, craft modifier? Uh, it is plus 13. Plus 13. Pretty good. You crafty. Uh, so it takes you some time, uh, some amounts of experiments and some, well, stretches with some solutions to kind of suss out exactly what is this strange glimmer mm-hmm. on this thin golden ingot. Uh but largely just not not because it's like a rare or esoteric substance, just because there is such a small trace amount of it. Hmm. And you discover two things of interest. First of all, it's not coating the bar so much as it is that the gold itself is actually a little impure. Ah. And the sheen, though it looks almost like an oily green film on the outside, permeates the whole ingot. Hmm. Hmm. Secondly, uh, it's another raw element, so it doesn't seem... I mean, it, you, this could be done via alchemy or someone doing this intentionally, uh, but it almost seems like it's just a strange feature of the raw gold itself and where it was harvested that wasn't something that was able to be smelted out. Uh, but it's actually fairly trace amounts of arsenic. Huh. Arsenic. That's... Interesting. No, thank you. I'll like my water without poison. Well, I wasn't suggesting we eat it, but uh, apparently there's arsenic mixed in with the gold for some reason. Huh. Why would they do that? Why would anyone do that? I mean, it's possible they're just inept and can't properly purify the gold, um, but 
uh, maybe hmm. that was the purification process. Can I somehow ended up with this? Can I think of any reason why somebody would do that? Like, is it like? Could it be something natural? Like, could this have yeah, happened naturally? Yeah, they're just two, like, gold and arsenic are just two pure elements. Yeah, so, it's so like, maybe it just are, happened. That this is entirely reasonable that it's naturally occurring, and there's just an arsenic-tainted gold mine that this came from. Um, that's, in fact, more than likely. It certainly would not be impossible to create this, although it would be pretty extraordinarily difficult, and why you why would, would do, you do that? Yeah. When you, if you're going to put that much effort in, you have the tools to lace the gold, and you were trying to use it to transport some method of poison, certainly you would use a much stronger poison with the resources you had available. Because while arsenic is deadly and dangerous, it's only so strong well, compared I mean, to the... Int- yeah. yeah, if you don't eat it. Like, if you just barely... I mean, because, yeah, you can handle gold. You should probably watch your hands. Uh, you can, like, <laughs> handle the gold and then eat some food, and you get incredibly trace amounts of arsenic poisoning. But if you have the alchemical equipment to do this, again, you can make something much deadlier. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Huh. I, well, I, I guess I'll, I'll I will wash my hands. I'll just keep it separate for now. And that just... said, with your assessment there and with your skills and your alchemical kit, you're fairly certain that you could treat the gold to remove the small, uh, very trace amounts of arsenic that are laced through it and end up with a normal golden ingot. Could I salvage the arsenic? That would be difficult. Hmm. It is a very trace amount. Okay. There's bound to be a source of it somewhere. So, so there's not enough that I could get, like, a dose of this stuff out yeah, of Yeah, even what's in the gold bar wouldn't be enough to, like, poison a single arrow with, really. Okay. It's it's enough to, if you handled it and then ate, maybe make you sick. Uh, prolonged exposure could be dangerous, but you could, like, stick this whole gold bar in your mouth and probably be mostly okay. Yeah, fair enough. I'm not going to do that. Though. Probably shouldn't do that. Yeah, no. I mean, okay. I'm not not advising that you stick the gold bar in your mouth. I mean, that would probably be like, probably be downtime or something, because I'd have to probably go melt the thing down and then like separate it out and skim a skim an area off of it. Well, you could do it alchemically. You wouldn't actually need a forge. Basically, you wouldn't remove the arsenic so much as you would be able to functionally like, dilute it okay. to the point where the gold wasn't dangerous anymore. Huh. It still wouldn't be perfectly pure gold, but it'd be not in any way dangerous gold. Oh, fair enough. Uh, that'll be something that we could do. Yeah, I mean, it's, it, I, I assume it's fairly late in the day. I doubt we could like make much more make much more progress until we until tomorrow. Anyway, the sun's gonna go down. So if we're gonna make camp here, if this is something that I can do and not waste time. Yeah, it, we don't think it would take you that long. And while you're getting ready to set up for camp, uh, waiting for Renali to come around with wherever she's going to be prepared for the night anyway. It's something you can certainly tend to. Sure. Speaking of Renali, as you finish this assessment and get to thinking uh, as Valia has returned back to the gate to her brief studying of a blank freestanding wall as far as it really seems Mm -hmm. with some fancy engravings around it, Renali comes rushing out of the tree line. She sees the group of you and looks around almost in a bit, not of a panic, but clearly on edge, on high alert, sees the spider, the massive tarantula that has been tossed, mm-hmm. and the blackened and possibly gently smoldering area around where it was subjected to multiple fireballs. <laughs> Appropriate reactions to a giant spider, though, I can't blame you at all. Kill it with fire. We're going to burn this forest. You are all fine. You are all good. Oh, as expected. But I, I was worried now that we are in their lands and I did not know how many they brought 
Uh, this, There's more? This this creature is something that the Cinder Claws make use of? If they have, this is news to me. But I was preparing for camp, and uh, the Ecuja scouts, they said they had seen Cinder Claw magic back at the gate. They were massing forces to come back. Oh. Oh. Oh, they likely saw what we were doing and took it the wrong way. Oh, oh yes, best not to alarm them. Uh, yes, no, we were attacked claws. by the spider, uh, and uh, uh, both uh, Rur and Resme have fire magic that they were using to subdue it. Uh, so if that was what they saw, then it's not the Cinder Claws. <sighs> kind of relaxes a bit. Okay, well, that is better, certainly. Though, that you certainly put the scouts on it. Uh, we have a pretty healthy dose of pyromania in this party. You better warn them that this isn't going to be the last time they see fire. I... I think that the Leopard Clan have put more of their faith in you and than me. Maybe perhaps is best from your mouth. Yes, um... They are... She stops and kind of looks down for a minute, and uh, Vali is turned away from the gate. Still over there, but just kind of looking and listening. Her bag on the ground and some tools in her hands. Hey. Your reception is certainly unique among the Ekujai. Well, they seem very friendly. That is not something most people would say. Hmm. But to you they are and for now that is all that is needed. Yes? I think so. Esvis, perhaps if you can find the scouts at some point you can let them know that we have casters in our party. So if they see magic it's not necessarily... They shouldn't assume that it isn't the Cinder Claws, but it may not be. Real quick, from my wonderful mimic here, Link, fourteen twenty-nine. You know where this one's going. You know how to counter a PC with fifty hero points? Funnel villain points into the GM. <laughs> Easy. In my own stash. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm also thinking. I'll inform the scouts if necessary. Otherwise, while you are preparing your tinctures, I'm going to go see if Spider is edible. Ew. I think the scouts were running word back to Acrivel. They may be here in the morning with reinforcements. Oh. If we are leaving, I do not know. Well, if... We're not going to catch them at this point. Probably not. I mean, I might be able to. Um... Do I think that if I could get through the jungle and be way faster than I was, than I am right now, that I could catch them? Well, but the thing is, you don't know where exactly they are or where they're going. I mean, theoretically, yes, but the distance from Acrevel back or, or back here is 10 miles. So depending on where you intercept them, even if you were much faster, you may not be able to even return back to the camp until way later at night or even the following morning by the okay. time you caught them. Well, do you bring that pigeon bird with you, or can that thing send, like, messages or anything, or is that just for... 
Uh, I wouldn't set him free in this forest. There's too many predators that would eat her. Wow. Ah. She's small. Oh, yes. Well, he picks her, she picks her up and goes like this, and he looks at you with kind of disgust. <laughs> like... <laughs> Just holding the bird. <laughs> like I hold a dingus, just bird. Hold bird like hamburger. Hold bird like hamburger. <laughs> uh, put him on my head. Kind of and, nestles uh, down. Well, if we are to rest, uh, are we staying here at the gate? Yes. And she pats a fairly large satchel that you can tell is bulging on her hip. I have... Uh, prepared supplies and I should be able to set up a camp well enough. Do you have the netting, the equage I gave you? Oh, yes. It will help. Magic sack. Regular sack. (laughs) She opens that up and starts pulling out a very long length of a very light beige, almost off-white silk. Bolts and bolts and bolts (laughs) out of this bag and she kind of looks at Resume as she does a little awkwardly but she's got a huge amount of it (laughs) that she's uh, prepared to set up some tents and shelters with. Resume's eyebrow goes up a little but that's about it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah you guys don't need to know it's okay. So over the remainder of the evening here, uh, she is going to take your bedrolls, your mosquito netting, what tents you have, and this pretty huge amount of silk that she has uh, acquired. (laughs) (laughs) Attempts to put together a decent shelter for the group of you. She's got plenty of time to do it. She is going to put together something that looks relatively functional. Uh, It's not... The first thing you notice is that she heads over out past the edge of the ruins a little into the nearby tree line and doesn't put anything on the ground. Uh, She uses a lot of this silk to anchor between a couple of closer trunks with some supporting branches and functionally make a gigantic, more tensile hammock Mm. a few (laughs) feet off of the ground that all of your bedrolls go up in that she kind of arches over with lengths of this mosquito netting, almost making a whole capsule just a few feet removed from the jungle floor itself. Valia! On the off chance that she does fail, uh, I'll give her a reroll. Well, you want her to reroll or not, because it's a, even if it wasn't her doing it, it's a secret check, because it's not like you can look at it and tell if you succeeded. The halfling luck. Oh, it's just if, if you yeah, fail. Yeah, it only works okay, if she enough. fails. So fair just enough. if she fails, just... So, as the sun sets over the next hour or two, uh, Valia, finishing her investigation, packing a couple of simple tools and uh, another book from her bag away, and slinging her pack back over her shoulder, would approach the rest of the group uh, around when you're wrapping up trying to dilute this uh, arsenic and make mm-hmm. the gold safer. Possibly around the time you're all preparing dinner, resting for the evening. She rejoins the group. Well, it's certainly something. It's not easy to parse this gate, this Ayudara. Uh, These ancient pathways, whatever they are, seem to be near 
just total standing stones in their inactive state, barely resonating any magical signatures whatsoever. Mm. Certainly interesting, then. So, I'm not, not looking to pry, really, and if this is too much into your own affairs, of course, I apologize. You need not answer, but the group of you had arrived here through this gateway, what the Equigi refer to as Hunter's Gate. Yes, right? just so. So you were able to activate it. Oh, yes, indeed. For lack of real understanding, perhaps on my own part, in the sake of bluntness, how exactly? How is the gate opened? Uh, well, I mean, it's the actual mechanics of it. It kind of escaped me. Resume may be better to, to explain the, the workings oh, behind it. Well, it needs a key. Um, the key is specially, well keyed to the gate um, with a magical signature that is very complex and overlaid with multiple enchantments that have multiple purposes. And I could get really technical with you if you wanted me to. Oh, I, I, no, I'd been missing the basis level of this. I, I hadn't understood these ancient pathways, of course. Um, seems simple now. We're activated by a separate relic. Uh key seems apt enough at times. Yeah, beyond that, actually, there was uh, quite a deal of work we had to do. The Cinder Claws uh, actually made a sortie through it, which drew our attention to this place, and they apparently caused a great deal of damage. Um, we had to actually do a, quite a number of repairs. So this was how you would apply your key, then? You, we got it from I them. I imagine, rested it from the hands of the Cinder Claws uh, exactly. that arrived up in Eastwood. It is also nearly impossible to currently traverse due to, what did they call that thing in there? Uh, the darkness. The darkness. Uh, but uh, basically... Uh, uh, Very some, angry god. Uh, not not so, uh, sort no, of fire spirit. No mind to attempt to traverse the ring myself. Not that I am suspicious or doubtful of what the ancient elven kind were capable of, but simply have no reason to. And something this ancient, a relic that's lasted through generations, centuries, or if history is to be believed, even millennia, this gate itself may date back to pre-Earthfall times. It's distinctly possible. Magic is an interesting force, is one thing that my father certainly instilled in me, and one that requires a great dedication of knowledge and understanding. A relic of this level of power to have lasted so long is not something I would be looking to attempt to pass with reckless abandon Hmm. without proper preparations. But you five came through. Six even, um, I'm sorry, Rinaldi it was? You came along with them, correct? And she just kind of nods, still really not able to follow Valia as she's talking super well. Uh, so, it's functional then, and if not safe, at least passable. For the most part, yes. So this gateway leads back to a full ring of Ayudara. Well, uh, perhaps they'd, at once they did. They're, they're still very heavily damaged. Um, only this one is currently functional. Um, although, if we're able to find the keys somewhere, uh, maybe we could get them up and running as well. That's certainly interesting. Look around this entire temple grounds. There's nothing but ruined stone and rubble, and yet the gateway itself is still standing untouched, nearly unmarred throughout all the passages of time, even though the temple itself has been ransacked and nearly removed from the face of the world. I think it has a lot to do with the nature of how they set up the intermediate passage. I really... It's unique. The way they built it was unique. I've studied Ayudara fairly extensively at this point, and I can tell you that 
I've never seen anything like this, and I think they built it that way for a reason. Well, a reason, or perhaps it was just a different time. Much like the study of technology and science has advanced throughout the ages, so too was the understanding of magic. Hence, well, pre-Earthfall, things may have just been done a different way. There may not have been simpler solutions. There Intermediary may... may have been the only way to have a stable connection between two locations so far aflung from each other. Maybe it would be easier um, if and we could avoid uh, redundancy in the conversation if you tell us um, your interest in the Ayudara and sort of uh, how much you know so that we can talk on more even footing. Well, I can summarize that fairly simply as the fortunate news. I know precious little. I know that they exist, and I know that this Ayudara here in Hunter's Gates and its links back in Eastern Isker may be the oldest Ayudara in existence. Uh, at least the uh, oldest that's still standing or in any way functional, holding any amount of the magic it once had. I know that it functions differently and that it's been functionally unusable for centuries. And, well, I appear to have arrived at a fortunate time. There's a great gap in the knowledge available in the books and scholarly tomes of the li libraries and the archives of Haldor, of Isker, of Cheliax, of Neeraldi and her seas about this ring specifically and the origins of Ayudara. And as, well, I, forgive me as I mean this in no way to be pandering or pedantic, but uh, magic truly is similar to the sciences of mathematics even. It builds on itself. An understanding of the basis levels of the origins helps in functioning and developing future magics. But shortly, whatever keeps this Ayudara functional, whatever makes this ring and its source back in Isker still work thousands of years later, whatever allowed uh -huh. it to survive the Earthfall, is a powerful enchantment. And it's powerful magic, especially given its origin. It's information that could be useful. Up in Taldor, in particular, in recent months, a network has been beginning construction. Teleportation circles throughout the major cities, Casimir, Opara, Yanmis, Zima, linking various corners of the country together. Uh, it's been a mighty undertaking, spearheaded by a truly impressive amount of gold, but it seems somewhat limited. It seems like the magics required should not be so complex as they are. There must be a simpler way, basically put. I think it's the difference between having an innate understanding of the forces, being born with it running through your veins and studying it as a scholar would. If you understand one one way, I had to work my way backward. I was born with magic. I, and I do not know why it flows through my blood the way it does. And the way I understand magic is fundamentally different. It certainly doesn't impart you with less knowledge, perhaps a different one. I don't share the opinion of many wizards, uh, those who have studied in various colleges and worked most of their lives to gain the smallest trace amounts of magic that would look down upon such a gift. Uh, I was born, well, I suppose you'd say I'm somewhere in the middle. Some of this power that I have does appear to be innate. Well... I don't want to 
burden you with my personal trials, but perhaps I'd had no opportunity to improve upon them and learn as I had if, well, I hadn't started from somewhere other than zero. It's... As I said, I think that the reason why you feel the magics are different and their natures are different is because I think fundamentally they are. I think the way elves understand magic and the way a wizard, a human, would understand magic is fundamentally different. We see it as a force, like nature, like anything else. It's natural. It flows through our blood, and it's not something that we work. It's something that we learn, like any other tool, but it's it's here. And I think if something is like your own heartbeat, it's very hard to think of it any other way. Hmm. That's certainly a very interesting insight, Miss Galatraman, and I thank you for it. But it seems that regardless of its source or its purposes, fortune is on my side to have arrived here when I have. This may be the only point in recent history where any outsiders have been able to traverse these lands. Uh, Miss Rinaldi here is not wrong. The Yakujai are, as she said, far from friendly. I thought they were very friendly, but I guess perhaps they like my hair. If I may, I would not make the mistake of finding desperation as friendship. The Yakujai have nowhere else to turn, as I understand it. They're up against a force they have no power to stand against, and they have no choice but to turn to outsiders. Hmm. That's true enough, but... They understand enough of the cultures of the world and the interactions of society outside of theirs to know that perhaps they stand better chances should they put forward a friendly face. But I, again, would not mistake this for proper friendship. Well, they've dealt fairly with us so far and have yet to uh, break a promise or go back on their word. So until they do, I shall give them the benefit of the doubt, but I will take your wisdom into mind nonetheless. It may perhaps be a bleak outlook of mine and perhaps due to my upbringing, but I imagine that the Ekujai now may see the group of us the same way that I or many in back in Tardor would see this gate the tool, and one that could be very useful. Well, I mean, there's nothing wrong with a relationship built off of mutual advantage. No, as is the basis for most diplomacy, truth be told. And fair enough. After all, uh, certainly we would not be able to succeed in our objective to go and see the Cinderclaws uh, seen out and make safe our home were it not for the support of the Ekujai. That's astute. And uh, perhaps uh, what is simply an ally of convenience today may turn into some vestige of friendship if mutual benefit can still exist after this conflict is over. Uh, that remains to be seen. Well, from my interactions with the Ekajai, they had little interest in Lord Stoutmore as soon as he expressed little interest in their issues. Uh, all but turning him out from Akavel into the jungles. Again, he seems to be well off enough he can handle himself and brought a company along with him, but they turned quickly. Well, I see no reason why uh, they should uh, spend precious resources attempting to win the friendship of someone who has no interest in their problems. Uh, indeed, they were fortunate to run into outsiders who 
indeed, uh, have a vested interest in seeing their foes be done away with. And perhaps they're as, they're as fortunate I, as I in their timing. <laughs> Maybe the Cinder Claws in their haste to activate this gate and to charge forward into whatever unknowns they sought may have brought about their own demise. Uh, the Cinder Claws had more, I suspect, uh, that they were attempting to do than simply rush to the gate and invade Isker. Uh, they, I suspect they committed some mischief while they were in that gate. Um, Renali herself uh, has noted a strong, stark difference between the state of the space between spaces from when she first went entered and when we came back through. I suspect they may have caused some calamity. Well, even furthermore, then, it seems like my best chances at learning any more about this Ayudara and its workings or its history would be, well, assisting you. And, by extension, assisting the Ayudara. Well, and then it seems that uh, we all have very good reason to be friends, then. So it seems. Fortune indeed. Uh, it seems Miss Rinaldi is largely finished with her preparations here. It's interesting, she seems to have brought a truly impressive amount of silk around us at this camp up, but I suppose it's more than necessary to keep the camp off the ground. That wasn't something the Ekujaya deigned to warn me about when they turned me out. Yeah, it's interesting. They uh, almost... Hmm. Well, perhaps I understand why uh, you don't hold them in very high regard. Spider-like. <laughs> Man, it's it? pre-cooked. It is technically pre-cooked. All I had to do was shave the hair off. Oh, that's true. We did set it on fire quite repeatedly. I don't think that's how cooking works. How should so, I know? I'm sure you'll find it's quite seared at the very least. I got like nothing in this mimic, <laughs> but there's two more hero points coming out. <laughs> so the problem Where'd is the little d6s go. Via Buford's hoarding, I don't have any more. Why, kill- why am I so suspendable? <laughs> because Turnip Donut is going through, making sure that everybody's got a nice pool of three hero points. Hitting Resme and Rur. Oh, thank you. To top off everyone. Here you go, Rur. Yeah, take these fumbus. Oh, you got the fumbus coins for PaizoCon. Yeah, those will work. Thank you. You got the giant fumbus coins. And then the Dat Network coming to hang out as well. Thank you, guys. Hope you had a good stream. Hope your adventures are going well. Hi, y'all. We love you. Uh, yes, the netting is seems very useful, and I'll be glad of it tonight. That's a good idea in chat. We just need to use one of those big coins. At least got a board game this. Give one of those big coins to Buford. Take five of his coins. <laughs> chat is brilliant. Chat's a genius. Chat, that's a five. Okay, that's, that's a, a five. five. Take that. That's a five. Don't worry. You'll be handing it in later. Okay, one, two, three, four, No, she five. won't. Don't lie. Don't lie. No, when Don't you lie die. Chat. You gotta so. hand them all in. Makes it easier to pass them all, right, all over. And then you can take one of these... And you can take one of these, and they give you a giant coin. That's a five piece. That, that'll be for Espes. Chad's so smart. That'll be for Espes. Chad's so smart. Fumbus is five. They both start with F, and Fumbus can probably count that high. Makes sense to me. Gotta hand it to him. So, with what the, uh, huh? What was Fumbus? Fumbus is the iconic alchemist. Probably count the four. I mean, Alchemist, you gotta be pretty, he's, pretty smart. He's a high-end character, to be fair. He uses this, goblin mask. We can't, use, we, uh, we can't perpetuate these goblin stereotypes here on Paizo's own channel. <laughs> on he uses top. goblin math. It's a different way of counting. That's, that's what uh, count in base can, four. Can we One, eat now? As you uh, gather on the fire here, Valio's investigations having not really discovered much so far, and uh, Renella having put a great camp together here, you eat 
some possibly your own rations, possibly some giant roasted tarantula that's been obliterated by several fireballs, as should all giant spiders who show up <laughs> to a party. And then climb up into Renali's, well, let's call it what it is, nest for the evening rest. Uh, I'm going to cast Alarm before we go to bed. Okay. Uh, so how much does that let you cover? What, what exactly does Alarm do in 2nd edition? Um, I, yeah, I need the book. Keep talking. I'll get the information for you. What does my spell do? I don't know. <laughs> Hopefully it's not like everything that just wants to attack us, seeing as all the mosquitoes want to attack us. They just have like 3,000. As Nikita had warned you before you headed out of the jungle, the biggest threat that the jungle has is just the bugs. It's not giant spiders. It's not crocodiles or even a cinder claws. It's mosquitoes. Um, who... So when I cast Alarm, it's a 20-foot burst. Okay. Um, I choose a password. I'll tell you guys what the password is so that you can get in and out. So I have to get up and pee at night and they come back and install the alarms off? Um, if anything tries to come in it, they have to... It automatically awakens us and it allows, and the bell allows each creature in the, even in the area to attempt a DC 15 perception check to wake up. Okay. So it's a 20-foot radius that's warded, basically. So you could easily cover your entire camp. Yeah, if they're even aware of the alarm, they still have to pass a spell DC check or trigger it anyway. They'd have to pass a a stealth check, DC DC my... Learning! All right, the the, the 20-foot burst, the point is, the the takeaway there is it's more than enough to cover a nest, even for seven people, as your group currently is with Vali and Rinali until uh, ends cover down to the ground and I mean it's a fireball. It's a fireball of safety. It's a safety ball. <laughs> it's a safety ball. It is the safety Allowing ball. Allowing you to sleep. You can sleep if you want to. <laughs> relatively. You can leave the bugs behind. Relatively comfortably <laughs> throughout the night. Uh, the silks that you sleep on and the netting that has been drawn around to cover the top of this thing here is certainly enough to keep the vast majority of the bugs out. It seems that most of the mosquitoes, spiders, even the ants that crawl throughout the jungles here aren't really able to come in and bother you as this almost cocoon that Rinaldi has spot made. Uh. Um, <laughs> it's, it's, it's well done. She's not wrong. She knows what she's doing. Of course, watches are still wise. So assumedly you'd set that up. Yeah. Organize it. But sleep through the night and be awake everybody not too long after the sun was starting to rise up. You've noticed here in the jungle, far from the Five Kings Mountains you hail from, you almost don't even notice the sun rising. It's a much less dramatic thing here because there is so much tree cover and it's so massively tall that you don't get that the sun is now here effect. It's almost as if just the ambient light level slowly increases without even any real visible direct source. Like a foggy, cloudy day. Kind of. You just kind, kind of, of almost. Everything just aware. starts to get a little brighter. Yeah, it's a much less harsh awakening as morning comes. And not too long after the light has begun to return out to the lands, everyone starts to awaken. And you begin your various daily preparations. Uh, and also, before I forget, would you want to roll me a crafting check for your work on that gold bar there? Because I, totally I think I did it last session, but I don't remember what I rolled. Uh, so that's uh, 
28. Uh, with a 28, with your work last night, you would have been able to neutralize the Arsenic Trace to the Golden Bar. Yeah. And you would have a not completely pure, but safe and fairly pure gold bar. And very marketable. Very marketable. Very gold. Very worth dollars. Uh, money is cool. That's worth probably about... I think you said 20 gold last time? 10 gold. 10? Oh. I think 30. he said 12. Uh, 12 or 13, for sure. He said, yeah, 15. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this gold bar is what actually it? just a magic item. Oh, this is purified or a calcum. <laughs> Weird, crazy how nature that do that. That's crazy. Star metal. <laughs> <laughs> but about halfway through your uh, morning preparations, as you're readying your magics, your armor, getting down out of this strange, silken, massive hammock that you're all kind of sharing up here above the ground and getting back down below to ready your massive suit of armor, etc. You would be approached. Not by a strange face, but by one that you recognize. Galanor! With a pair of Ekajai scouts behind him. Would simply stride forth from the trees. Longbow strung across uh, his torso, one hand on it, either swinging freely as he walks forward with a bit of a grim expression on his face. And who... You're all you're all there. You're mm-hmm. all kind of getting ready. He sort of looks across the group of the Nali Tavali and the five of you. Good morning. We set the spider on fire. We're sorry if we worried you. I heard word from the scouts last night that more cinder claws were massing with their priests at Hunter's Gate. That their magics tainted the land so close to Arkrivel again. Well, I don't know what your scout your scouts need to get their eyes checked, cause I mean I've got shining armor here and he's got white Imagine hair. Imagine my surprise. To find those the twin leopards have seen fit to put their hopes in. A cure as bad as the sickness. Oh, you're Casting just... fire across our lands. Oh, he's just being a jerk then. Uh, we didn't mean any harm. It was just the we spider. We certainly did. We killed that spider with it. Yeah, I don't see what the problem here is, uh, sir. I think we got, must have gotten around the wrong... Blasts of charred up a well, two distinct 20-foot radius just bursts of the ground burnt. A temple of Katepis here. A site even that's ruined, held sacred, burned worse by the first humans we let walk here than the whole force of the cinder claws that attacked it. For what it is worth mentioning, neither of us that used fireball are human. Wait, 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 wait. We're getting off the track here. Uh, I don't know if you understand what we're trying to do here, but, you know, we're trying to, you know... Not get eaten by a giant spider? And before we go off on trying to explain ourselves... There's rem- nothing to explain. I'm not explaining ourselves. Dalren, Dalren, remember how I was in the caves for the reasons of things that bother me? He's not drugged. It's No, no I'm not talking about the, the mushrooms. I'm talking about the undead. 
Oh. So, too, is fire to them. When you see signs of your enemy always around you, and then you get to see even a glimpse of what could possibly be your enemy, you get angered by it. I understood most of that, but it sounds half right. This is simple. You think only of yourselves, like all else that come from across the inner sea. You cast this fire out, threatened by one spider, without thought for the repercussions it has for the jungle, its life, its people. You understand, yes, they teach you fire burns things. Yeah, things grow back, man. It, it is Stronger some, than before the fire. It, it was just some grass. You just need to calm down. Your scouts riled you, you're upset, and you come here and find you came this way for nothing. Mistakes happen, we did nothing wrong, you can leave now. Nothing seems right enough. I will not cross the will of the twin leopards, and they have made their thoughts clear. But you are only here because we have no choice. Or it could be that you just haven't eaten or had any coffee this morning. How about you have some breakfast and sit with us and maybe you'll feel better. I will not take this news back to Renavo. He holds hope for you. You particularly human for some reason inspired him something that will not crush him with your failures i feel like we got a big cultural misunderstanding here man but uh you know i he just cuts a hand do what you have to do well that's what we're doing remove this enchantment let us handle our own lands and head back through Hunter's Gate from whence you came. Because you handled your own land so well before we came here. We made a mistake that may have cost us everything. Perhaps but we should forgive each other's mistakes then. We do not seem to think it was a mistake. Nor do you see, but we, you seem to be coming around to it. Maybe we both could. If you had told me you didn't want me to use fire magic, I would not have used fire magic. It was very simple. Now that you've told me it insults you, I'm not going to do it again. I'm not rude. But if you don't tell me something and I don't know it, I'm not as familiar with your customs as you are living here most of your life. You can't expect me to read your mind. I can't imagine there is a... I do not know the word. A difference in teaching about burning down a forest. I, I think we didn't burn down a forest, though. I wouldn't have done it in the trees. I did it in a clearing. I wasn't going to burn down your forest. We need our lands back. I have seen at least some of you possess some competence. And he looks directly at Dalren and Esphus. As he said that, I do not know 
your customs, your methods. But the twin leopards are not wrong in that we have no choices but to rely on and fine if we are to be blunt you do seem more competent than any humans i have ever met not a human it is not about what your father gave you it is about what your heart gave you you are all humans on the inside except you does he want to get punched <laughs> That that is accurate at all towards me. Does, does he want to get punched? I think we're done talking. I'm certainly done talking to you. Fine, then. I have trekked through the night, gathering scouts for another battle at the Hunter's Gate to find oh. on me. Get better scouts, man. Yeah, I, 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 I'm telling you, I'm really easy to don't, recognize. Don't I've got a cowboy head. Don't beg for sympathy hat. from me after spitting that petulant vitriol. I seek none from you. Good. If the scouts had bothered to lay eyes on any of the individuals here, they would have known better. While we're discussing semantics and wasting yet more time, why don't we continue to prepare ourselves? Step well, sleep well. We will take care in the future. Uh, looking at Esphus, looking back to Dalran with the glare, Donor just turns and motions to his... Uh, Hunters with them. They just turn and walk away. And as they make their way back out into the jungle, Renali slowly kind of edges over. The can's kind of ringing in front of her, clearly pretty uncomfortable. In order from the camp. This. This is the Ekujai I am more familiar with. I was this close to hitting him right in his petulant, childlike face. I was this close to putting him in my pocket. <laughs> they are afraid more than words can say. And so when they want to be brave, the only way they know how to act brave is to be angry. I and, think you're giving them plenty of credit. Well, with them saying that we are human in our hearts is simply them saying that we are not Ekujai. Well... It I, just sounds like ignorance to me. I do not know what he means, really, of his insults, but... It's not good. This... Away from Akrivel and the eyes of his elders, this is... This is the Ekuj I most need. Well, he's kind of a stubborn fellow, but you know, I, I've always t uh, uh, taken being called human a uh, pretty good compliment. I'll, I'll choose to take it that way again. I'll have you know, Renelli, that your bed making is just phenomenal. I have never slept so good in my whole life. That thing, if you, if I can, if someday I'm going to take some of this weapon back, I'm going to put it in my house. Oh my goodness. She just kind of smiles and does her head a bit as a Valia. Well, certainly the reports of the Equitized Militant Nature don't seem to have been understated. Spider leg. No, oh, thank you. I guess I won't be setting I'll anything on fire. Thank you, man. Unless it's life or death, in which case I'm totally setting things on well, fire. By their own accounts, once we make our way 
further into the jungles, the scouts can't follow us. They're blinded by this enchantment, are they not? That's true enough. Good point. If it comes to a matter of protecting yourself, please do it all you need to. Oh, I do. I'd be the last to recommend subterfuge, of course. I'd much more prefer to act directly and diplomatically, but by all accounts, by all records, by all scholarly journals and diaries of adventurers throughout the Mongi regions, the Nekajai have been nothing but hostile to any who have traveled here for any region, so... Well, it seems to be just a cultural misunderstanding. Uh, you know, back where we're from, you know, burning fields, uh, uh, controlled fire just, just gets them ready for the next spring. The, the ground's too, uh... I suppose a field is much more able to be controlled than the massive expanse of the jungle such as yeah, this. Yeah, these trees are pretty old and pretty big. Imagine um, the amount of fire that it takes to get these things burning would be pretty phenomenal. Plus the soil's very wet. It imagine once, the, once it began. It is a jungle. What we singed will be fixed in a matter of days, if not hours. I do imagine it's more of a point of order, perhaps even of... Well, they may very well relate most fire back to this darkness to their Ah, uh, that's true. Now, it's distinctly possible, never mind the fires that they cook their food with, fires they smelt their metal on. Well, I'm not here to judge the culture of the Ekajai, but... <laughs> I do worship a god of fire. Oh no, you're afraid of water. Do you panic whenever someone throws an apple at your face when you want to eat? I understood the sarcasm, but nothing else made any sense. Benelli kind of puts her hands up. We should not continue what the Ekajai have brought to us. We should gather things for the morning and begin. Let's get out of here. Well, let's let's plan for a bit. Uh, there's a lot of jungle to cover, and while Renali does make spectacular camp, we may want to consider uh, using her skills a bit more productively. Well, in the matter of the daily preparations, where are we going? Are we still going to that elephant people tribe? Uh, yes, we're heading toward the river. Well, the possibility of the cinder claws to the east of us, it may be wise, though, to check further south to the river. I don't know about these... Give us the giant map. Yeah, these... Overview these elephant people certainly, uh, at least the Ekujai, consider them hostile. Although it seems I to mean, me that I they're feel, probably just yeah. hostile to the Ekujai. <laughs> the Ekujai are just hostile to everybody. I would not take the words of the Ekujai... Uh, on manners of friends or enemies. Hmm. The Ekujai make enemies of all they need. I'm very friendly. I'm pretty certain we can make friends with them. Very good. At the very least, uh, we certainly are clearly not from the Ekujai, so that at least will keep them from immediately coming after us. And I mean, we've got to go see the elephants, obviously. I have to admit that is not inconsiderate in what I'm saying. Uh, if this blinding curtain only affects the Ekujai, it's possible that these Elfit tr- people will have more information uh, and possibly uh, know more about the Cinder Claws. And they might let us ride an elephant. Possibly. You and Buddy, the both. I would, <laughs> I would simply like to get to the river so that perhaps we can maybe construct something to go along the river. Uh, allow let's... us to see both sides, perhaps as we go along, and with minimal effort. Seems like a fine idea. And the uh, the only thing I'm going to give is the gameplay point of order is that these hexes are literally ten miles across. Right, right. So like you will be able to see things that are on the banks of either side, but it's certainly not going to be like revealing two hexes. Yeah, 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 yeah. You have like a twenty mile spread of the mountains <laughs> yeah, around you. How big is that river? It's fairly large. Uh, the river that cuts through. It it's is it's a, like two. 
it's like, it is a river. It's you the are Amazon. looking at yeah, it is it is well, it's like a, a large tributary of the Amazon. It's not one of the primary rivers to the Mongi Expanse, not one that would show up on this map over here, mm -hmm. but it is one of the feeder rivers for that. It is probably anywhere from one to three or even four miles across. Wow. Okay. Fording it would be somewhat of a challenge, depending on how aggressive it is. Mm. If it's slow moving, obviously, well, this is going to be a long swim, but if it's the rapids at any point, it may be nigh, nigh impossible to cross easily. Rapids may be a good idea. <laughs> very, very wide river. All right, so south then. Um, it uh, may be useful to have uh, Renali scout out to our east in case the Cinder Claws have done anything on the way. Well, depending on how we want to approach this, uh, there are some divine magics that will help us get there or somewhere. I have to know which one we're going for. Well, probably there versus somewhere, but everywhere is technically somewhere. The Elephant Village. Yeah, with a specific target in mind, I can make this much easier for us. If the gods give me. us their blessing, it seems unwise to refuse. But that bed sure was a blessing, and I don't know if it, with, with without Renali setting up camp, I don't know if we're going to be so comfortable. If I am to uh, look on my own, if I am to scout around and find more for us, I, I will not have time to acquire so much silk. I can still set up camp in the evening, but with what we have. I suppose let's do it once and see what we get out of it, and then we can always do something different tomorrow. Fair enough. Right. I will also, button. if you want to discount for you, I'll make a second token for Renali here. Well, question. Is she just going to catch up to us at the end of the day? She will, yes. Uh, Renali is capable enough here that she would be able to scout through an adjacent hex and she would meet back up with you in the evening uh, to tell you what she had found, if anything, and also if you need her to attempt to set up camp for you. Okay. Itsy bitsy spider went out and scouted Well, then I will, uh, I will prepare. Why are you like this? <laughs> I will prepare and cast Wanderer's Guide then. Alrighty. So with that prepared... What do you want Renali to do? You uh, what? What are the what's the, the trajectory for today? So let's see. I guess since uh, we know the Elephant Village is roughly here, uh, we'll need to head south and slightly east. Um, if with your spell we can go and maybe make double progress, we can explore two and can send Renali to explore an additional one. So Renali could go directly south. Of us. Wanderer's Guide did again. It Wanderer's us... Guide. Let me tell you the specifics. Right, I let you explore too, but if you run into something, that's still it for the day. That was yeah. what I said we were done. It um it lets me choose a destination. I receive an inspired route to that destination, allowing me and all allies who traveled overland with me to reduce the movement movement p penalty from difficult terrain by half for the duration. As long as you don't deviate from the inspired path, it has no. Uh, it does not affect movement during encounters and if I use it before the duration is over it goes away and I get a new target. Okay, fair enough, yeah. So that will allow you to move through the jungle much faster. And that lasts until my next spell preparation so that's all night, all day. So with that, you have an inspired path heading down to the elephant people's uh, camp down not too far across the river. Which functionally lets us move full speed while still being in exploration mode. Like 75% speed. 
penalty. Yeah. It has the difficult terrain penalty. So it definitely lets you move a good deal faster. With that spell, with today's journey, you are going to head just straight south. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, we could do that, and Renali can explore one well, hex, right? I yep. suppose. You'll go this way, and you want Renali to go this way, is what I'm understanding? Well, how about this? The pathway is a divine thing, so I guess you would decide where Yeah, it the takes divine us. path is going to lead you due south from here. Yeah. Towards, to the elven people, the divine path is going to lead you straight south. I mean, like, as, as far as, like, hex goes... You would, I guess, decide if it sends us to like this one or that one if there's two directly um, below us. Rinaldi well, there's only one because that's where the hex is. Yeah, that's what out. I mean. Like, if you're using inspired path, the inspired path is due south. Yeah, I'm, and, and I'm saying for like intersections where we would have two choices. I, under, I understand. And Renali can just go to the east, wherever yeah. that is. The east exactly. of wherever we're going. So, throughout this first real day of exploration, Thanks to Rur's holy guidance, the going seems to somehow be significantly easier. If not necessarily any more pleasant. It's still hot, it's still humid, it's still an absolute massacre of bugs and mosquitoes constantly. But as you follow his inspired guide, you travel south, revealing virtually nothing in the trackless jungle as you continue down about 20 miles. Ending up around here. Uh, which of these hexes did you want to send Renali to scout? Uh, do we want to do one of the border ones, or do you want to? Because she can, she can go out ahead of you. Her and she'll bring Valia with her. Uh, and Valia just come with us. I suppose Valia can with you. I don't want to run another NPC in combat, so she's with Renali. Oh. All right, that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> <Purely> <laughs> <minutiae> reasons. <laughs> we're also in exploration mode, so I don't think we're going to move that far, are we? That's exactly how far we'll move oh, really? because we're what? magic. Yeah, because you have oh, because, Wanderer's Guide. Oh, that's yeah. right. Because you have Wanderer's Guide. Uh, you have a literal inspired path oh, from cool. Saren Ray heading you through the jungle here. Uh, and, but Renali and Valia, again, which uh, which hex you wanted to go after? Just right there. This one right here? Yeah, yeah so... Uh, Three o'clock, four o'clock from her current position. And uh, Renali, meeting up with you in the evening, would let you know that there wasn't really much of value that she had found over there either. Uh, your first pass to the jungle here, your first day's journey, thanks to the guiding light of Seren Ray, really helping you move much faster. Getting a lot of progress, but not really changing much of your scenery. Later on in the afternoon, as you're traveling, the jungle would open up a good deal for the last few hours of your journey. As you can see here, there's not so much a clearing as there is almost a sort of passage heading from the northeast down to the southwest. Hmm. A muddied, a mile or two wide gap, largely, with much more sparse and much smaller foliage, where the ground becomes a good deal rockier and there's not as much that can grow out of it. It's still just as difficult to navigate. It's just an interesting change of terrain, an interesting feature. It seems to run almost parallel to the river, about 10, 15 miles out from it. Like, old riverbed almost? Um, not so much old riverbed as almost uh, what looks like it may have been an embankment of one okay. kind. Hmm. Like the river used to be bigger. 
Maybe. Like the river, oh, maybe, perhaps, used to be five, ten times wider, and this uh, was possibly an older edge of it. Mm. But it's it's fairly shallow out here. There's no, like, cliffside you're scrambling down or anything. Could be flood basin. Could be flood basin. Um, did we see anything interesting as far as plants or herbs or anything that I might have wanted to pick up? Because I really am interested in picking a bunch of that stuff up and bringing it back with me. Don't go uh, off yeah. the path. I'm not going. Yeah, traveling through the jungle, I, there would be plenty that you could find that would cool. be interesting and of minor value, uh, just of minor use for either literally like teas or seasonings. Yeah. Or just an incredibly simple tinctures. Uh, nothing that'd be useful in so far as even like a, a minor healing potion or anything, but just stuff that would make life slightly more pleasant. Things that smell good or taste nice. nice. For it's what pretty much what I'm looking for. Give an entire jungle's worth of stuff. The path only applies to me. <laughs> Everyone else can fan out. Rage just gotta follow Serenade's yeah. guidance. You got the, the magical mom's dotted line. Yeah, the, the spell very way. specifically says that it, it applies to me and everyone can follow me. Huh. Alright, fair enough. So in the evening. As Rinali and Valia come back and return with the group of you. Uh, we did not see much. However, this this uh, stony land, this gap here in the bigger trees, it does continue on. It gets a little bit steeper, more angled. Uh, further down, perhaps, it is cliff or mountainside. Would it be easier going if we followed this gap in the trees than going through the jungle proper? It is still mostly rocks and uneven and undergrowth so not much easier. Okay. More open, certainly. Just a different type of unpleasant. Hmm. If that is how you see it. Well, <laughs> given the numbers that our, the, the cult seems to have at its disposal. It might be wise if we weren't out in the open. Yeah, I like staying undercover. So as you come back together at the end of this first day, let's just now on a, I gotta keep track of our day. Yeah, I know, right? We're actually going through days now. Moon day. Moon day, yeah, moon day comes to an end here. You prepare to make camp. So Renali can still do it for you. Uh, she, but she doesn't, didn't have time to, let's say, gather this <laughs> large pile of silk. Do you still want her to make your camp? Well, we still have our bundle, don't we? Bundle? Of silk. It's not particularly long-lasting. It's not like proper treated woven silk and clothing. It kind of deteriorated no, fairly the rapidly. one in the bag. That's just mosquito netting. You have the mosquito netting. Oh, the off-the-ground camp. Yeah, the off-the-ground yeah. thing yeah, 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 is what yeah, we yeah. don't have, yeah. Um, I guess... Well, I mean, if, 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 if without this silk, she's going to be not as good at it. Um, it might be good if we just kind of work together and try to cook up something. She's still pretty decent. She's still decent at it, but uh, it's not... She's not necessarily going to be an amazing wizard at it because access to all of this silk is what makes her camp so effective, largely. Mm. Um, uh, but it will be. it is a survival check if somebody else wants to attempt it instead. Do, shall we do it together? Because everyone just looks <laughs> at the ranger. Hey, ranger. Uh, yeah, we can. Sure, we can set it up together. Okay. If we want to keep doing this, I can try to uh, see what I can pick up and remember from my long, long life. I'm sure I tried some survivaling at some point in the past. I can. I can roll to assist you if you'd like. Okay. Uh, uh, so, because I have a. Well, yeah. I'll just roll to assist. Survival. I have a number. I have a number. Uh, 22, so I'll assist. So okay, uh, so 27. 
So uh, with a 27, although your camp is going to be on the ground this time, and it's going to become pretty rapidly apparent why that's not as ideal. Because the mosquito netting will keep most of the flying, biting, horrible things away. It will not keep a large amount of the groundy, crawly, horrible, biting things away. Mm. Slash generally itching things. And you're just... The ground's not great to sleep on. Your options are pretty much it's entirely too soft and muddy that as you lay there you slowly sink into it and you wake up a little unpleasantly moist versus it's just roots and hard, packed earth that's not flat and has virtually no give whatsoever. It's camping in the middle of the rainforest. It's not fantastic. It's how it goes. Um... But does somebody else want to just roll me a d20? Just on the off chance that anything happens. Sure. I am setting up alarm. You will have your alarm. <laughs> With your watches, they're in rest. You got two? That's a two. On the d20 two? that you asked him just to roll. Well, that's interesting. What an interesting is, outcome that that's is. That's a d20. That failed. That was the roll for the thing to sneak up on us, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah, that, the halfling luck. That, that's a d20. <laughs> As you... <laughs> I think it's just a chance here. die. I know. The way he's rolling, a manticore. <laughs> the moon falls Actually out of the sky. Shows up. <laughs> Sup, sleeping in my woods? <laughs> How you nerds doing? <laughs> you rest. What you doing? Pulling my plans. Uh, you rest. You set up your watches for the evening. And why don't you guys all just... Everyone just go ahead and roll off a d20 real quick, like, for me. You know, just for reasons. For just for lulls. reasons. Shall we add anything I to this d20? I just like rolling dice. No, this is just... Dice a, equal fun. That's let's the call this a random number generator that we're 19. currently rolling. That's what dice are. 14. Tell me who gets the highest number. 11. 19's the highest. 19's the highest. I got a 17. So, this Resme... Is doing well. Maybe. Resme would be the one on watch, then. Oh, God. When your alarm spell pings off. And as it does, you uh, already awaken. Would I mean, it's, it's dark. You don't have a ton of light out there. Um, you might have like a, a light spell on to go see around the camp, but it only proceeds so far into the darkness. And it gets, it gets dark late at night in the jungles with nothing but the sounds of the area around you. As your alarm goes off, you look around to notice, or to try and see what had even pinged it. What was even the cause? It's not immediately apparent. You don't see any cinder claws. You don't see any big animals. You don't see any kind of jungle predators coming towards you. But as everybody else gets a perception check, DC 15, to be awakened by this alarm. Just tell me if um, anybody fails. I don't expect... I mean, you get to roll pretty bad to fail this. Does a hard 20 matter? No, it's a DC 15. Perception check to be woken up by the alarm. I fail. I wake up faster. So you will not be able to act until the Re -roll second Reroll that. Oh! Hi, hi. Halfling luck, boy. I do not fail. Okay. Nice. Nobody failed? Nobody, Nobody failed. failed. It is still that day. You would all be awoken. You're all prone. 
in your uh, sleeping bags here. Except for you, who's awake on guard, trying to see uh, what appears to be a thick, viscous... It just looks like a huge ball of sap oozing out of the tree. Until you notice that it's moving towards you. Guys? And it's getting a little faster. Guys, there's a big thing of goo coming toward us. Get up now. So, I'm going to need everyone to roll me some action. <laughs> tweet, tweet. Um, since since yes, I had right. warning, sorry. is there any chance no. I could cast a spell before we roll initiative? No, it's basically like as oh, you, okay. your alarm goes off and you notice that everyone's waking up. I just up. didn't know what the timeline was. Can we keep it on the table, please? That'd be good. Was. No dad on the table. (laughs) We'll take floor dice here. (laughs) This is what we can use. Pretty much. I thought it was because of giant ooze sap things. Should I be rolling? Well, giant ooze sap things certainly don't help, I'm sure. Alright, um, Birdie. Uh, I have a 25. Alright. 20. Love these notice of Yeah. Rare. 31. This makes my life so much easier. Espus? 26. How easy that is. <laughs> Look how easy it is. Resume? Also 20. So, uh, who wants to go first? Are you going? Uh, I'll go first. I think it makes I'm sense for you to be up. going up yeah, first, yeah. You're currently not prone. So, we'll start with the person who is up. Literally. Rever. Physically up. And this thingy... Well, it's a news. It's not fast. <laughs> <laughs> not how they work. Blah, 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 blah. Ooh, not how the, is it anyway. Not how the thing functions. Alrighty. So as you all awaken, Rur, awakened by this mental ping in your mind. You are prone, but you are up first. Do I know that casting spells is going to destroy this net? I would say yes. That seems like a not good idea, even if it wouldn't. Don't throw fireballs through the net. And you do have this mosquito netting over you. It's very light. There's no actions required to get out from under it. But yeah, throwing a fireball into your incredibly fragile mosquito netting is maybe not the best idea to run it. Token the best idea ever. What? Token for ooze. Oh. Yes, I have token for ooze. Uh. He was token. preparing. Oh my god, it actually looks very oozy. I had it on the table screen just specifically for that and just forgot to hand it to you. Alright, so first things, recall knowledge. Alright, on the ground, looking at this thing, you are going to need, I'm going to need your occultism. Hmm. Alright, that's a one. Two. So, this is not super, well, the good news is it's not super uncommon among oozes. You are familiar with this. You met this lad in War for the Crown, I believe. This appears to oh, be at the lake. The, the bright orange coloration kind of gives it away. This here is an osher, ochre, I don't know how it's you... Ochre. 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 Is it ochre? Uh, an ochre jelly of some kind. They are incredibly highly acidic, as are basically... <laughs> basically an acidic. As are all oozes. Uh, but the problem is that it's not 
like a cohesive creature that exists really it's it's literally just a big angry blob it's not even an angry blob it's just a large not even debatably sentient blob so if you hit it with any kind of slashing or piercing attacks you will find them very effective until you realize that you've largely just cut it in half and now there are two blobs that are both still a problem and <laughs> still as acidic and still as dangerous as the original blob was and also it functionally it didn't really hurt it at all hmm. yeah so scrambling up out of my uh, my bedroll here i'm gonna say don't cut it don't poke it beat it also it'll burn you and i'm going to so that's two actions and then i'll scramble out from under the netting moving off over here to, to just put space between all of us and it get a little bit of distance Alrighty. because it's a news it's not fast it is not super fast as don't poke it, don't slash it. What do you want me to do? Lick it and stick it. <laughs> Pick up a stick and. Because when a problem Fists comes along. <laughs> it burns me. Ow, ow, ow. You punch that acid in. I've got, I've got an extra hammer in my pocket. What? I have a silver hammer in my pocket that I've been carrying around. This is obviously a fiend. <laughs> Hunter shot just with a hammer. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Thor. What are you doing? All right, so first I will get up out of the netting. Okay. And then um, standing is a is, is an action. Yeah, because you're prone. Is in prone, so I'll stand up. Um, does Buddy have that hammer ready? I have available? an extra. Yeah, I have an extra hammer. Uh, and I would keep it because it's silver, so I keep it on like ready to ready to go. As it just in case. Yeah. Um, it's laid out with his armor. Yeah. That would actually make a lot of sense. Um, and keep in mind, for the purposes of your armor, that nobody has their armor on it. I know, yep, my AC I is do. nine. You're, oh my god. You're, <laughs> your AC is nine? Ow. I think, well, because... There's it, no way. That's not That's possible. Not possible. Well, no, okay, so I guess... Plus your you just, proficiency. You, yeah, you literally just lose the AC modifier. Oh, okay, modifier so I still get the proficiency. Plate. I was like, that is not how second edition works. Oh, okay, yeah. I took everything on my full plate thing away, so I just had... I, did, I took the proficiency off, too. No, 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 okay, no. You okay. just just okay, lose okay. the number full plate gives you, which I'm pretty sure is four six. or five. Six. 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 Full plate is six. So you lose six. Yeah. Full plate is six with a zero. This isn't first edition. I was ready for first yeah, edition. Yeah, proficiency carries over. You're, you're equally proficient in unarmored defense. Oh, okay. Okay. I was panicking for a second there. <laughs> unarmored is like the simple version of armor. So okay. uh, if okay. you're whatever in armor, you're also that in unarmored. Yeah. Okay. What's your next modifier? I mean, it's just, just take the six for the full yeah, plate. Seven, because you have plus one full plate, so you would just do seven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Anyway. So, anyway, so um, uh, an interact action to reach over and snatch Buddy's silver hammer. It's also light, so you can definitely... Uh, yeah, you're right next up, so you can do that. Okay, so I will do that. So that's two actions, and I will uh, I will hunt prey as my third action. It's also a throne hammer. <laughs> Unprayed hammer. Yeet. You got any more? No. Buddy. I will also get up, and I'm going to pick up my shield and pick up my hammer. Armor donning crown. Hands ready. And resume. Um, resume uh, will look at that thing, and her eyes will widen 
and uh, she'll uh, wave her hands and she'll go Fomente and uh, I'll cast slow. Make a reflex save. That, uh... I'm sorry, did you just ask an ooze to make a reflex save? <laughs> I did. Technically, she has to, to fail a reflex save. Hmm. Uh, he has four villain points. It's gonna be a 12. He's gonna fail. It is an ooze. It's a critical failure. That is a critical model failure. It is a critical failure. So he's slow two? Is slow, does it have the mental trait? Um, uh, I don't know. I didn't write that one down because I didn't think it would matter. Because I'm not sure if it's like a physically, because I, I, I feel like it's an, I think slow is Isn't it like a timey-wimey thing? I'm not, I'm not sure. Is it timey-wimey or is it you believe Or is it loosey-goosey? <laughs> <laughs> timey-wimey or loosey-goosey? <laughs> Those are our options. Arca- uh, somatic verbal transmutation only. Transmutation Woo! only. So you're actually just making the physical thing yeah, you slower. you are actually physically making he the gets, thing slower. Yeah, he gets two less actions yeah, it is for the next two ten for minutes. Ten years. I think he would be so sad if it was. <laughs> yeah, it is literally a, it's timey by me. <laughs> so he's slow. That was amazing. Timey by You have an action left. <laughs> Uh, that's two actions, so... Um, Resme will get back. Up, no, guess. she's on watch. I'm on watch. Oh, you're so, on watch, right? You're not, uh, I'm not smart. I'm gonna, um, back up, um, because I don't know how fast this thing was to begin with, and I'm not taking any chances, so uh, I'm gonna get behind Buddy. Protect me, large armored shield man. <laughs> Dalren. Uh, oh, goodness. I get to hand this to you. I have it, but I'll take it. Where did you? You have your. Is this There's your? Yeah, I have my own. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I have, I have my cards. Get Briefly. your slimy cards out of here. <laughs> your cards have elf cooties. Um, uh, so he'll just roll out from underneath the netting, uh, kind of look at this thing, see it's kind of moving really slowly after Resme cast a spell on it, and go, oh. I'll just kind of get up, brush the dirt off, and then rage just. <laughs> I'm ready for you now. You're Pick slow. Arm. Pick up geese arm. Yes. Pick up a piece of toast. Interesting start question it. for you. Yes. Uh, when you're raging, mm-hmm. does your weapon do strictly lightning or is it yep. still slashing? Nope. This, Interesting. Uh, <laughs> thing detaches from the tree, rolling slowly, even for an ooze, as it just <laughs> almost congeals <laughs> towards you by what appears to be the entropy of the universe slowly <laughs> down underneath it as it moves forward. Rare. Well, I was not expecting that. I, this is very nice. Thank you, Resume. I'm going to cast light on myself over in the far reaches of the edge of that light spell. And... You have it on you already. You're just surrounded by huge trees. Yeah. And I don't... I have to have three actions to ready a two-action spell, right? You can't ready a two-action can't. spell. Okay. Yeah, you can't have any single-action thing. going to move diagonally two spaces forward, just for your ease of simplicity there. I dig it. And um, I'm going to cast shield on myself. Now I'm in range to actually do things, because <laughs> that was a little too far away. I was not expecting it that slow. I am going to use my new feat, Skirmish Strike. 
which allows me to strike, then step, or step, then strike. And to get nice and close to this icky thing, I will step and strike. Is that like the bend and snap? And step. And step. diagonal. I'll go. Yeah, I'll just go straight on. That's fine too. Oh, okay. <laughs> it doesn't matter. As long as I'm, as long as I'm next to it. Okay, so it's light. Yes. Mm -hmm. Um, it is. Uh, but I don't think it's agile. Uh, it is agile. Oh. In fact, it's the bottom one. Fancy. This is like a claw hammer. It's a. It's not plus one. So the. <laughs> it is. It, it, no, no, no. It's, no, it's not plus one. Yeah, it's not yeah. plus one. So your tackle is pretty much just going to be minus the, with the strength mod instead of your dex, and then without the plus one from your line bill. Well, this sucks. Uh, <laughs> I suspect its AC is very game. low. No, because the rapier I get to use my dex. And it's striking. Yeah, you gotta use your strength. Yeah. It's, not yeah. a fin it's not a finesse mallet, no. no. <laughs> That's what, if you're desperately hoping you're gonna find finesse in the traits of a freaking hammer. If you throw it, you can use your dex. <laughs> it is a thrown weapon. Step up and I regret throw. to tell you it is not a finesse mallet. It's fine. Um, it, it's a news. It doesn't have a good AC. Just, just, just hit it. It'll be fine. Yeah, so. giving. <laughs> All right, so I still get plus 11 to this, at least. I remember so. from the last It's not terrible. Into. Into. All right, so first attack. Uh, 28. 28 will absolutely critically succeed, but it can, like the gelatinous cube, it has nothing to critically hit. So you hit it. Uh, what's the damage on the light hand? On the hand? Uh, 1d6 plus strength. <laughs> Splash! <laughs> it's just like your arrows. Oh my god! You just want to die today. So how fast can I alignment shift real quick? And hunt prey? For six points of damage. So as you hit it, this hammer connects with just kind of a splat. The ooze doesn't have much give to it. A little different from the gelatinous cube you'd thought before that was basically almost immaterial. It was barely there. This seems to be very solid. And as you strike and just go to pull your arm back, you feel your hammer catch. I need you to make me a reflex save. It's sticky. Okay. I'm gonna session reroll. What, you don't want to get stuck in the gel? Not only no, but... Very finicky coin there. There we go. Alright. Try again. Okay, that is a 31. Uh, with a 31, you will succeed, and you're able, as you realize this is sticking, to yank back quickly as you see the ooze almost immediately, like reactively, start to congeal around the weapon. This thing is almost a ball of glue. Did you want to explain that it also latches onto things? I can't know everything. You're a clerk, you re Never mind. <laughs> That's numbers, not monsters. <laughs> I'll just take two more swings at it. Just gonna keep. Right, so this is a, so actually it's one higher. So that was like a plus 12, so this is a, cause it's so, agile. It is agile. So, so now it goes down to uh, plus 10. Hunted prey. Yes, it's my hunted prey. I forgot Ooh, that you can still, Yeah, the honey fl hunter's flurry doesn't only apply to shots. That's correct. But there's so many. It's still Pathfinder. Ah, oh, crap. This is my normal weapon. Give me 10 minutes to yep. figure out. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, seriously, just roll the d20. If you don't roll like a three, like this. Yeah. Thing, it's a freaking ooze. Like, you probably hit it. You'll probably roll higher than its AC on the die most of the time. So it's like, this is not the time to worry about that. Fair enough. All right, so that's a hit for five points of damage. Take a reflex save. That's happening in every hit. 
Uh, that is a 19. That was a 19. As you go to pull back, you yank, but it pulls just about as hard. The mallet does not stick, but it does fly out of your hand. It's on the ground and you're disarmed. Crap. I'll... I'm sure it can't take a tax of opportunity. I'm going to reach down and I'll snatch the hammer up. Alright. Oh. <laughs> 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 it definitely does not take a tax. This does not have the reflexes for a tax opportunity. Right. This doesn't have the reflexes to have an AC higher than 13. <laughs> Buddy. Okay, I'm going to double move to the south side of the um, slime. Yeah, I'm flanking it now. Flanking this thing. Flank team. Uh, but I'm not actually right next to it. I'm going to move further south. I don't want to be right next to it. Um, and then I don't know how slimes, I'm sure they are mindless, but there must be some way it directs it where it's going. So I'm going to um, clang on my shield with my hammer and raise my shield and try and get its attention. I don't know, like it's... Look, ding, 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 ding. <laughs> Dinner time, over here. Resume. Maybe it's magnets. Maybe that's what pulls it. Yeah, um, maybe. Resume's um, going to uh, again um, bring together her magic and go uh, Luvante and um, cast Agitate. Okay. <sighs> oh, if you get this off. I know. It's going to be awesome. Slowed and agitated. He's going to be so angry. <laughs> frustratingly crawls so to the corner. Frustrated. Um, so go ahead and make I. I think it's a will save. Yeah, so this, this might have to matter. Right, yeah, as, might... as your agitate hits, you realize this ooze doesn't even close to possess the level of sentience necessary to uh, be in any way bothered or experience emotions. And uh, he's going to critically succeed automatically. Okay. Um, so uh, I will cast shield. All right. All right. Uh, looking at Aspis's, the fate of Aspis's hammer. Oh, let's see. Uh, he's just going to spin the geese arm up and just bury the thing uh, into it with a blast of lightning going into it. Uh, that's a one, though. But I do have a session reroll. You point. have a session reroll. That works. Like, that'll miss. That's about what's necessary yeah, to miss. That's but, about what's but necessary. But that will miss. Ah, there we go. That's uh, 33. Yeah, yeah. you beat it by 20, so you uh, hit it. Okay. You critically, critically succeed. Uh, oh, that's trash roll. Uh, but plus... Eight is eleven lightning damage. So uh, yeah, that's just, it's pure lightning damage. But you still are hitting with this physical weapon, and I still can't make a reflex save. Uh, that's a twenty-seven. Twenty-seven. You're able to get your weapon back out with a combination of strength and swiftness. Attack the second. Uh, there we go. That's gonna be a twenty-one. Okay. That's uh, still a trash roll. <laughs> can't. Ah. All right. That's uh, uh, five plus. 13 lightning damage. So is it like every single time you pull this thing back, you just swing and it's just like a crack of lightning and just... Reflexes. Oh, only 19. The 19, just like Espus did, as you pull back, this thing's going to be so attached that the, you can't yank it back out. Uh, it's stuck in the ooze. You are disarmed. Does you can use an action to grab it back out to basically regrip and pull yank, but you are disarmed. Does the... Um, do deadly effects work on things immune to critical hits? Okay. Um... That would be an interesting interaction. Be the Ooze Slayer 12,000. Just bring sides, forehead. (laughs) (laughs) Um, No, no, what I'm going to do is I'm going to uh, go to uh, an offhand strike with the Cinderclaw Gauntlet. Oh, baby. The first time I'm ever going to actually hit anything with this. We got an extra weapon. 
Woo, and that's uh, 18 on the die, sure and this thing is yep. agile, so yeah. Uh, I need D4s, actually, pardon me. How I many got you need? plenty of them I got here. two right here. Okay. Yeah, just great, because you got a dose. Okay. It's agile, so I don't get my full bonus, so that's plus six. That's 12 more lightning damage. All right, as that connects. And I'm assuming that I can, can it disarm me of the gauntlet? I am... In fact, going to need you to make a refill. Oh my god, it can actually yank the gauntlet off my hand. Alright, let's see what happens. Uh, oh yeah, it's like a gazillion. Uh, it's 31. Okay, you're good. You're able <laughs> like to a gazillion. slide that way, like almost the fire of this enchantment encasing the gauntlet seems to burn a bit of it away, making it easier to withdraw. But as you strike it, this ooze, as these hits sort of just ripple through its sturdy, sticky body. It extends out much like that a little token we got there. Extends out a thick, meaty pseudopod that just shoots out down towards Dalren. Going down as much as it is out, just directly dead center towards your chest with a 37. Oh, a 37 will uh, catch me square. Uh, critical, slip right past the guard. And as this thing slams into you with pretty impressive force, um, you are going to take math, 34 damage. <laughs> Jesus. And I need you to make a reflex save. Oh, boy. All right. Minus, uh, hang on, 34 total? 34. Okay. I also had the math. Minus temporary. <laughs> it goes down to 26. Jeopardy theme for that. <laughs> All right. It's copyright. Don't do that. <laughs> Do it really off-key. Uh, reflex save is 21. With a 21, as this watches across you and uh, this giant, almost like a frog's tongue, <laughs> proceeds back into the body, you see it pull Dalren onto the edge of the thing. Is this what boggards are made of? <laughs> you are grabbed. You have got to be kidding. You are grabbed by merit of just being stuck to the side of this thing. However, <laughs> only has one action, so... <laughs> Alright, it is starting to do... Dalren hits it with his goose arm! The weapon gets stuck, he punches it, he gets stuck! Ha This is starting to do ooze things. I think it might be time to hit it with something a little sturdier. We're gonna go ahead and cast Searing Light at this thing. Incredibly hard to miss, but I'm sure I'll find a way. It's basically where Dalren wants I did not miss. I need three d6s, please. And we're just gonna swap it in fire. Okay. Surprisingly. 15. Okay. 4, 3, 4, 3, 1. Yep, that'll do. And then I will cast Healer's Blessing on Dal Ren, which it lasts for a minute, so. As you're battering away at this thing, it seems like it's almost entirely not reactive to what you're doing. It doesn't seem to really be like you're not knocking any mass off it. You're just pouring hits into it, and it's just continuing to exist. Up until this one just blap, it whacked all run with it. It hadn't even really done anything other than just roll slowly and ominously towards you. <laughs> it's, it's just sitting there. Menacingly. Menacingly. Espis. Uh... Um, no, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> I'm gonna try and yank Dalren off of this thing. All right, so it's going to be 
an uh, athletics check or uh, on acrobatics. Well, like, you can acrobatics to try to help him. So I'll let you escape with athletics or an unarmed strike versus I don't this like thing. unarmed strike on this thing. I'm going to try athletics. Grab you by the grab you by like the waist of your pants and just try to snatch backward. Right. With the Strikes. condition that if you critically fail, you're gonna have to save against getting stuck in the thing as well. Yeah, that's fine. You know you're gonna get. You I gotta know, kinda I'm, get in there. I've gotta get, get it. Out. Yeah, that's right. Okay. Give <laughs> him Yeah. Pretend there's a couch. I'm being tossed. Um. Um. I'm going to use uh, this hero point. Is brought to you by Deadly Doll. Thank you, Deadly Doll. <laughs> Much as most of us was the hero points. Indeed. Chaos feeds well this day. Okay. Uh, that is a twenty-four. Twenty-four will fail. Make a reflex save. Oh! I thought you said if I critically failed, I'd have to. Okay, fair. I thought that's what I said. You're right. That's a critical yeah. failure. Yeah. Bye. You're good. No, you, uh, 24, you'll pull, but he is well and truly stuck into this thing. And once stuff is stuck to this, once it has a second to adhere, it's like it's cement. Dalren is a part of this blob now. Your friend is gone. No, I'm not. <laughs> Does that count as a strike, by the way? Uh, escape is a, is a uh, attack. Trait. It's an attack. Okay. I'm going to try to beat on this thing. Let my friend go! <laughs> so, I'll take a swing. Okay. That'll hit. Just pile damage in this area. Yeah, pretty much. Six points of damage. Okay. Reflex save. Natural 20. Good. You pull the use with you. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> um, third attack. A 12. 12 will actually fail to uh, do it, to really hit it. <laughs> you just, you just, <laughs> feel like I'm beating sap. Uh, and that's it for me. All right, buddy. Now, Dalren, as you're stuck to this thing, it's like it's stuck to you. It's kind of suctioned across a lot of your skin, but it's not burning. It's not painful. It doesn't hurt in any way. This thing doesn't seem to be acidic. Hmm. You're just stuck. It's literally just like a ball of glue. I I am grateful yet not comforted. <laughs> Buddy. Um. So it's just he's just grabbed. He's not paralyzed or anything. No, he's clearly flailing. I, he yeah, is no. <laughs> just grabbed. I am able to express this my gelatinous oh, no. cube too. Okay. Okay. Um. Uh. Well, I will step forward and I will also try and smash the thingy. Hey. With a natural 20. You hit it. Nice. Um, damage and a reflex save. Okay. For You can just roll your damage dice with your d20 because you're almost guaranteed to hit this. Oh, a little okay. Faster. Yep, yep. Okay, so that is um, 14. Okay. 14. Squish. Squish. And the reflex. Ooh, that's not a very good reflex. I should probably session re-roll that. Look at this session re-roll. We're getting through. Finally cutting into them, boys. Okay, so... um. Spent almost one hero point. <laughs> I know, that's a 20... Point. 20 reflex. Um, and as you hit it, your hammer is going to get stuck in this thing as well, and you are disarmed. Sex. <laughs> you have that big um, point over there. Oh, I see. Um, you can I'm retrieve it. To, uh, yeah, I would step forward. Um, I am going... Uh, hmm, I really want to get over next to... I am going to abandon my hammer. Okay. <gasps> I know, it's a sad story. Sleeping and I'm going to go, ball. I'm going to, uh, five, uh, go over and run next to Dalren. Dal 
Alrighty. And the glue ball is slowly starting to just acquire all of your things. <laughs> this map is so laggy. Uh, and I just want to so go one, one further away from these. Okay. <laughs> Not in cruising range. Fair yeah. enough. So, Dalren's Glaive is stuck in there. Vipert's Hammer is stuck in there. Dalren's Dalren is stuck in there. Resume. <laughs> um, so, Resume would love to see more things stuck in there. Um, so, she's going to start magically chucking them in there um, and cast a telekinetic projectile. Um, and uh, she will um, pick some rocks up off the ground and just start magically flinging them at this thing. All right, just throw in... More crap. Yep. More crap on the file. This time, things I don't care about. Oh, boom, girl. Oh, boom. Uh, that's going to be a 27. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I, I know. I'm just... I think you're 3 6 Yeah, I am. Oh, yeah. Third level cantrips. Yeah. Um, that's going to be 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15 points of bludgeoning damage. As you're still laying in this thing, it's still not reacting at all. It's, uh... That's right, take those rocks! It's not slowing, it's not changing, it has absolutely no reaction outside stimulus, all these things are just slamming into it. You can clearly, you're physically battering this thing, but it's utterly unbothered. What's it like? Um, she'll, uh, move perpen to try to get um, a little closer to where Dolan is. Behind. Like, by that stump tree thing that's right behind Dolan. Right here? Yes. Thank you. Alrighty. Speaking of Dolan. You are glued to an ooze. This is you less grabbed, than ideal. So, like, you, you can still do stuff. You're uh, not, like, restrained or anything. Yes, yes. Just I punch it some more. So punch it with a cynical gun? No, 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 no. This is... Let, let, let's, let's... I got him right where I want him. <laughs> Let's be let, let, let's be intelligent about this. Um, so uh, first off, uh, but this is less than ideal. Uh, I'm going to try to uh, hook my foot on a root and just pry myself off of this thing. All right. So with an escape, yeah, athletics, unarmed, or acrobatics. Let's go with athletics. That's a thirty. Uh, thirty will succeed. Boy, <laughs> pull yourself out of this thing. Ugh. Now where's my geese arm? Ugh. Do I have to do another thing to no, get no, it's just, that? No, it's, it's an action, but you don't need any kind of a roll. Okay. To, uh, grab it back. I'll get the geese arm back. And um, it, it, this thing is still really slowed down. I think we can probably be a bit more smart about this than just running up into its face. So I'm going to actually fade back 20 feet. Good. But the tactics consume you. Alright, so as you uh, retreat back to get some distance here, uh, the ooze is still just jiggling slightly, clearly malleable. Jiggling slowly. Slowly as it gets stricken by things. Just lets out another big wave that just blops down onto Estivus, slapping out with a villain point, slapping out with one from Link 1429, not the one he even gave me today, the old one that he gave me forever ago. Slapping down with a 26. That will just hit. And an, an uncharacteristically... It uh, does not have a brain. But it's just going to be enfeebled. 
Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it is not capable of redemption. It is not sentient. It's not experienced emotions or, or emotions or have thoughts. Okay. But it maybe it is. But it is enfeebled too. <laughs> so. Um, is it in people 2 after the attack, or does that apply to the damage? It, well, um, it's after the attack, but it has a damage reduction. Yeah. Uh, it's going to hit you for, oh, that is actually one more than that, uh, 19. Minus 8. So 11 damage. Nice. And I'm also going to lose you in my replay save. Oh, why am I going to replay save? It's going to be fine. Actually, I need to roll the blue one. The blue one hasn't had a chance yet. Prove yourself. Uh, 27. 27 will succeed. As you pull back from this, it slams into you. Just blunt force. You can feel it stick and kind of suction, but it just sort of gets your armor and your shirt. It doesn't pull you all the way in. I thought you said this thing was acidic. I thought it was. It's sticky. Obviously it's sticky. Damn the party it. slowly realizes he critically failed his knowledge check. <laughs> How could someone with a plus one have yeah. critically failed their How knowledge check? How could this happen? <laughs> oh, I'm going to move... To the big tree down here and slightly away from the ooze. I'm gonna blast it with a burning hands. Obviously pointing away. Yeah, just sort of across the tree and here. And this is a heightened burning hands, which does an extra two. Yeah, what do you, I need to make a reflex save? Yes. Uh, he gets an 18. It's an ooze, not fast. Uh, yeah, fail standard yeah. damage. Like not, I'm pretty sure he's just gonna fail every one of these. 17, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'll take it. Okay, we're 114 damage in. Esvis. No signs of stopping. <laughs> I'm... I, uh, uh, sorry, buddy. You'll have to pick this up. I'll just drop the hammer and boot scoot and boogie uh, back. Feeding the ooze. <clears throat> about back here if I can get to Why it. Why you drop the hammer? <laughs> <laughs> drop the hammer back there! <laughs> And then uh, draw a longbow and hunted shot. I gotta remake this map. This is Narcan Forge's fault. This is I discovered. If you look real closely, by the way, I'll tell you why this map is so laggy because it's entirely my fault from learning Narcan Forge. You will notice all these trees are actually animated because I discovered I could put cool oh. animated stuff on here. Oh, and neat. I put. Way too many animated <laughs> <laughs> So, this map is now borderline unusable. So, I'm gonna need to remake this one. Still doesn't use as much RAM as a certain internet browser. I, I'm actually pretty sure it does. <laughs> uh, so, uh, I will draw two arrows and send them spiraling towards this thing like a giant ballistics I was gel. way too much power. Right. <laughs> That's what it is to me. It's just giant ballistics gel. So. Hits, hits. As both of your arrows strike into this blob, they both sort of just thud in, uh, burying themselves about half the shaft deep into this slime, seemingly harmlessly. Broken clock twice a day. It is actually immune to precision damage. Piercing damage. Piercing damage. <laughs> Buddy. <laughs> I'm going to go and pick up the hammer as Miss dropped. <laughs> Chuck it at him! No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go pick up my hammer is what I'm gonna go do. I'm oh, gonna go pick up oh, my okay. hammer south. Um, yeah, sorry, token. Sorry, sorry. You can do it. And then I'm going to step back um, 
So I'm gonna go to the south of it, pick up my hammer. Do I, uh... Oh, your hammer is down here, right? Yeah. And then okay. I'm going to move uh, a little bit away. Okay. Hammer collection. Hammer collection time. Gain the hammer. Resume. Um, so... Resume is kind of about done with this thing. Um, so I'm gonna drop a tree on it. Uh, I'm gonna use uh, the once per day um, ability of my magic stick, and I'm going to use shape wood to sear through the tree next to me and try to get it to actually fall on the ooze. Okay, okay, I dig it. That's a that's an interesting idea. All right, so you are not a lumberjack. This is not a Help! thing that you regularly do. <laughs> so you are gonna knock. Very large tree. Rur, me and Rur like. <laughs> so, Although I'm fairly good at math. Uh-huh. Yeah, give me. I'm going to say a crafting HP for check. Us? Give me a crafting check. Uh, I'm going to use ancestral memories at this Brother, point. Ah, I did this once before. Natural one. I broke the house. <laughs> <laughs> it just rolled under the table. I can't see. Oh. Um. Okay. Uh. That's gonna be a twenty-five. With a twenty-five. I thought I accidentally cursed it. <laughs> you would be able to reshape here, and as this magic takes hold in the tree next to you, a large portion of the trunk of this just cuts away. However, the magic isn't quite enough to sear entirely through the tree, as it can only be a massive jungle trunk, and it can only warp so much wood. It's going to cut about half of the way through, and all of you will hear a fairly massive creaking and cracking as the weight of the tree shifts a bit, now held up like a, the world's crappiest Jenga tower on one side near the bottom, as this thing is precarious. Richie Gallinor blames us for this. Quite <laughs> falling all the way over here. I can't imagine why. Um, now I'm gonna cast you. <laughs> Don't know all which right. way that tree's gonna fall. Oh, all right. Um, so first things first. This thing doesn't seem to be behaving like we said it was going to. Um, I'm gonna try to recall knowledge and see if I can't figure something all out. All right, let's this. hear cultism. Eleven. Oh, does this does recalling knowledge have to concentrate? Tag. Yes. I am you not gonna recall knowledge. I am just a little You're bit too mad. fed up with this. I'm like, yeah, no, whatever, it's fine. Um, so uh, I'm going to step up ten feet uh, and just slash through it with another lightning blast. Uh, yeah, that's a twenty-four. Yep. Yeah. yep. I like the ASMR sound effects. Yeah. <laughs> hey, that's a better damage roll. As a 12, uh, 20 lightning damage. 28? 20. 20, okay. And reflex save is 30. Okay, good. Uh, and I don't think this thing has reach, so I'm gonna swing on it again. Uh, ooh, that's only a two on the die. Uh, however, I do have this here hero point, uh, courtesy of Sir McSlushy. <laughs> Very hero apt. points are getting used. Yeah. We love you, Sir McSlushy. You, Your drinks are the bomb. It's more, more like Sir McSlushy. Into a natural 20. I wish it we just, just hit it. We love you so much. Good damage, though. Uh, and I'm going to say 17 more lightning damage. Okay. Just 
taser this thing. Oh, reflex save. Oh, yeah, another one. Uh, it's 22. The 22. As you do this last swing, your geese arm is ripped free from your hands. Fortunately, with the range here, uh, as it's yanked out, the thing doesn't get a great grip on it either. It's just kind of kind of drop on the ground between the two of you. And that's going to bring us to Ooze Blob, which is going to become a little bit of a problem because it's just going to splorch slowly forward up towards oopsies, Dalren. And move the whole map. My, the, the screen control is right on top of the ooze now. <laughs> Just up towards you. 151 damage dumped into this blob. It very slowly rolls towards Dalren. I'm going to need a reflex save. That slow spell was like the greatest well, freaking ever. Critically fails against the level one burning hands. <laughs> More fire! <laughs> All right. <laughs> it is a. Oh, it's not a critical hit yet, so it can take. It's a critical failure. It's a separate thing. You can take that. Hmm. It can take lots of fire. It just can't take like a precision critical weapon. Or eight damage, and I'm pretty sure it's burning. Eight damage is doubled. Or sixteen. Damage. Sixteen. Damage. I was like, that seems really low for a critical failure. But it is a burning hands level one. It's just two. True. Six. All right, and. Uh, 16 fire damage, and it catches fire. It's <laughs> almost like Kelnor has a point. This <laughs> is now burning, rolling ball of orange sticky tar. Okay. Have we just made it napalm? Just rolls <laughs> it does not catch fire with burning hands. Just kidding. It's Produced just flame. very smoldering. <laughs> I was gonna say, did it we smells just, really bad. We just made napalm going through the forest. It's sweet, actually. Yeah. All right, Esmus. What are we supposed? Should, should we just ignore it? <laughs> why? Why would you think that? <laughs> I'm gonna knock a tree on it. I'm, 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 I'm going with our research friend. Didn't research this enough. Uh, uh yes, it doesn't appear to be acidic, and uh, your arrows did not seem to split it in half. Perhaps we should do nothing and get out of the way. I'm gonna hold. I don't understand your logic. Buddy. Uh, uh, well, I'm going to run forward and hit it and then run back. <laughs> Dalren tactics. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that's for a total of uh, nine damage. And, uh, as you slide it with nine damage, make a, make a reflex save. Yep. Uh, that's a... 18, I think. 19, as you strike it, your hammer sticks in it again as you draw your hand back, disarmed. And as you pull your hand off it, I want to run away with my third action, but has my mallet again. I will run away with my third action. <laughs> you back off, and then hear a second little metallic thud as Buford's hammer just kind of falls out of it. Onto the ground. Okay. Weird. Not as sticky as I'd remembered. <laughs> Resme? Um. Resme's kind of had enough of this. Still. Still. Still, Still have had enough of this. This is bull. Additional enough. Um. So she's gonna turn into a bull. 
And we're gonna knock this friggin' tree down on this thing. Okay. So you... Does that change your size? Yeah. I am a bull. A literal bull. Lorge. Lorge. Those resumes suddenly become very large. <laughs> turns into a bull. And turns around with her horns to just whack this tree down onto this ooze. She's clearly gone insane. The tree, I'm going to say the strength of a bull slamming into this is more than enough to knock this enormous trunk over. And I'm going to need everybody that's in that general direction. <laughs> Which is gonna be everybody but Espes. <laughs> I'm gonna make an uh, make it with my attack die. You to know, make me a reflex numbers. save. Come on, baby. God damn it, Galenor has a point. Oh, that's really. Are good. we the baddies? <laughs> <laughs> Twenty-eight. Twenty-four. Nineteen. You got a pile I, over there. I know, but that was a good roll. <laughs> Dalren and Rur are able to quickly dodge out of the way. Rur back between these two enormous trunks behind him, and Dahl ran into the clearing to the north. Perhaps Buddy had plenty of space. Uh, but Buddy is currently looking at his hammer, as it just randomly seemed to tumble out of this blob onto the ground. What? And the tree isn't going to land directly on you, but you are absolutely going to be slammed by some fairly large branches as it cascades down in front of you, smashing you for 12 bludgeoning damage. Okay. You're on the edge of this, fortunately. But the ooze itself is just going to be flattened. <laughs> Squeeze. Beneath this, the, the trunk, the actual log of this. <laughs> The bull goes, rears up on its legs and looks very pleased with itself and kind of does a little bull dance. Yeah, they're going to love us for this. As this tree, Can you put the tree back now? As <laughs> this tree slams into the ground on this zoo's. The bull nods at Rinali you. Renali bolts away. What? What is happening? What? Where did this tree come from? It was there when we got here. <laughs> <laughs> it slammed down kind of right next to the camp here. I, where this has never happened before. I'm, I'm, me, I'm weird, me again, just sitting there weird, looking just, really innocent. And all of you are up kind of around this trunk, just looking vague states of guilty <laughs> on the ground <laughs> with no visible ooze or any kind of threat squished underneath this log. What? Trees fall sometimes. Yeah, that was weird. Uh, yeah, um... <clears throat> Pick up my hammer and walk back over to the camp. Guys, weren't you sleeping? You guys should weird. go back to sleep. I got this watch. Weird stuff. Weird stuff's happening in this forest. Must be uh The tree definitely did fall down. It would probably be good if we could. Uh... Yeah, maybe we should move. Well, I a mean, little. we could probably put the tree back up, right? I mean, that that staff has all sorts of interesting magical powers. Uh. Well, it it cannot fall twice, I suppose. Yeah, uh, impeccable sure. logic. Uh, sure, let's uh, put the tree back up. Well, it can fall twice if you put it back up again. <laughs> I am not sure how we are looking to put a log back up. Um, magic. At the very well, least, you should probably shape the wood back into the stump so the tree doesn't die. I'm going to. Just 
you know, give me a minute. I am not sure why we are looking to put a tree back Well, up. you see, Resume has very strong religious beliefs about trees I am and a all druid. plants, really. And she should probably not neglect them. Druid instinct one, throw a tree in them. <laughs> It's Never more, heard anything more druidic in my life. It's totally more, not trying to low-key nudge Resume into remembering she has an anathema. I do, but I know that I can put it back together exactly <laughs> as I found it. I so can I, fix it. I can fix it. It's fine. Don't worry. So, as you try to use your magic and what's... I'm just going to raise some undead. So I, it's all right. I can kill him anytime I need to. <laughs> Don't worry, Saren Ray. I got this. <laughs> In this tree staff, the staff of nature to somehow figure out how to fix a tree. I think perhaps with this ooze defeated, it would be a good time to take on this <laughs> Well, worst comes to worst, I can just turn into one and make it look like the tree got yeah. hit back. Oh, yeah, that's how anathemas work. No, just just <laughs> mother nature into thinking the tree is over there for the rest of your days. Yeah. <laughs> we'll come back in a couple minutes, everybody. Would and you when please? we do, the magical adventure of these idiots <laughs> <laughs> will continue. Be right back. The thing that happened. That was a series of events that we experienced. <laughs> At the end of this, Resume kind of attempting to put a tree back together, but this thing is, I don't know, like 80 feet. It's, it's crashed down. There's even if you could wood shape the base back together, there's there's no way you could possibly get the trunk of the tree back up onto the roots of the thing itself. This is like several tons of living wood and branches. It's now it's kind of crushed through a swath of the environment. Resume, seemingly and astoundingly, uh, Resume, uh, Rinaldi, seemingly and astoundingly heavy sleeper, just <laughs> brush it off and just roll back over and go back to sleep. Seemingly less concerned by really all the happenings of the jungle, and perhaps just as a factor of living here, doesn't seem to bother her that much. It's like, whatever, I'm tired. <laughs> whatever. It's not my watch yet, I'm gonna go back to sleep. Doing tree stuff. But after uh, some, some effort, kind of realizing... Eh. Tree cannot really be put back together <laughs> at this point. <laughs> with left with a stump shaped half over on one side with a massive spur of wood on the other. Eh. Is the resounding response. As the group of you head back to well to sleep and resume back to the watch. The rest of the nights does continue largely without incident. Hmm. For what it matters, I'd treat both of them before we actually went back to bed. Yeah, if you'd be so yeah, kind. Can, uh, I mean, nobody took massive damage. I think you could pretty easily between their. It hit natural... me pretty hard, actually. <laughs> well, you, you still have a healer's blessing on you, so I'm just gonna pop a uh, a heal, a three action heal, and heal both of you for a d10. But you also get six on top of that flat. Yeah, with, uh, with I mean, we don't need to roll any of this. With a, a wave of magic and with your new proficiency in medicine, you'd definitely be able to touch everybody up before they went back to sleep and make sure the Dalrin was left largely okay. Ribs perhaps slightly bruised and wounded. There's only so much you can do about that. But... I'll sleep it off. Yeah, you'll sleep it off. You awaken... Collapsed ribcage. The bust. next morning. A wheel day. 
Although it's almost impossible to keep track at this point with the expanse of the jungle. And as whoever's last on watch gets everyone up sometime after light has returned back to the jungles, you all start to uh, make the preparations for the morning. Buddy wiggling into his armor, Rur commuting with his son, God. With my GPS system. With your, with your magical jungle <laughs> GPS. That's really accurate, actually. Committing with his jungle GPS. And uh, Resme preparing her two flavors of magic. That given to her by her own blood, and that given to her by this strange connection. Oops, with her brother. Where's the one that I want? Ooh, 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 computer. <laughs> I see what you did there. I am pretty cute. There, that can fix this real quick. I didn't save before I jumped off the exploration map, so I just gotta move the token again. I get afraid with, with you and computers saying, That's it's okay, right. I can fix this real quick. Like, That's that okay. terrifies me. It's a standard feature of <laughs> literally every stream. Like, how is this news to anybody anymore? Feature. <laughs> Not a We all obviously know I have no idea what I'm doing. So, as you commune, your druid powers really aren't yours, right? They're your brothers. They come through from this connection you have. So, you, normally I imagine... How do, you, how do you... What are your morning preparations with you as far as your, like, your druid magic and this connection is concerned? How do you reach this? Um, so, the way I kind of think about it is um, she's sort of thinking about her brother, trying to keep him alive in her mind, because that's really the only place he lives is inside of her. And she doesn't want to lose him because it's the only way he lives. So she would kind of think about who he is and how that impacts on her life, and that's how she would channel his magic through her. As you reach that this morning your focus strangely you almost feel that memory fading to some extent normally you you have this connection obviously brought with you from birth that's so strong that literal divine magic can pass through it but it feels weaker somehow faded. Obviously, you can still think about your, you know, the, the concept of your brother, but he's not even a person you ever really met. He was just almost a linked soul. And you realize that you don't really have any, like, there's no hard memories here. It's just this strange connection, which is now seemingly tenebrous at best. Uh, you're actually not going to be able to prepare any druidic magic this okay. morning. And it's tenuous, not tenebrous. There are no... No, tenebrous is totally a thing. Shadowy. Bam! <laughs> I'll, Spooked you and bam! Dad, Dad I'll make fun of him okay. when, he, when he's wrong, but he's got you on this one. Put one on the GM's board. <laughs> Words I was correct on one. But, uh... Um, you'll see Resme... Um, as she's preparing her usual magic, um, anyone who has any social eyes whatsoever would see terror come over her face. Like, she looks afraid. Like, she actually even shakes a bit. Like, she looks panicky. Doing all right. 
Resume. Did something happen? Uh, I don't, I don't, I don't know. Maybe. Maybe, maybe it's not real. Yeah, that's it. Maybe it's not real, and I didn't wake up, and this is a nightmare. Well, I can definitely tell you that the sun has blessed us on this day. It, it's not a dream. Okay. Okay. Okay, I get the message. I get the message. Just don't... Don't go. Please don't go. You're all... So now they can over... Are you well? Resume, what... What I'll, is wrong? I'll... I'll, um... I'll, I'll be okay. He'll come... He'll come back. He'll come back. I... I'm not gonna do it again. I promise. I know he'll come back. He would give me another chance. He's not cruel. And she just looks over to Dalren, specifically. Dalren, what is happening? Something is wrong with Resme. Is... Resme, are you... Your brother? Is he alright? Everything's fine. Everything's fine. I don't want to talk about it. Let's just go. Let's go for now. <clears throat> Volley over in the corner, reading her armor and stuff, just sort of shifts your eyes and just looks away uncomfortably from this. Uh, pulls a little book off of her hip and uh, starts kind of slowly humming through her little guide. Hey, Valia. Spider leg. Oh. Um. Yes, please. Thank you. Resme looks uncomfortable in her skin. Like, she's twitchy. How protected is knowledge of druids, like, as a whole? You don't know. You know I what I told you, and that's pretty much knowledge it. Knowledge of, like, druids in general? Like, you... You would know that there are druidic cults that exist, and you would know largely that they, uh, I mean, almost just the basic archetype of the druid, they commune with nature in some way. They are incredibly secretive. So beyond the fact that it's very common for them to follow in the footsteps of Gazra or Arostal, uh, almost like a more traditional church, there is almost, you know, they have a language, you know, nothing of it. Uh, clearly, they have a source of some magic that but you don't know whether that's similar to like a wizard or a sorcerer or something else entirely. I'd say very little, honestly, okay. you know, about what a druid actually is. I have no clue what's going on. <laughs> um, as she prepares her breakfast, um, Resme will visibly seem to get a hold of herself and a social mask will come over her face, more like what she was like when you first met her, before... Like a, like a certain individual we might be traveling with at the moment? Um, not as cold or <laughs> systematic, but it's more like she's reacting from her training in the social world, world at this point. She's responding as is polite and as she was taught, but it's by rote. There's no emotion behind it, and you don't think that she's really there with you if you have any social nuance. So maybe not be afraid. Well, yeah, I you say <laughs> you have no clue. Um, she's paying attention, and if you ask her specific questions, she'll respond correctly. She'll respond with her usual um, intelligence, but there is absolutely no there's no heart behind it. Well, I think it may be that time of the month again, and I don't know if she brought her herbs along. 
No, and fair. Volley is going to die. Like she literally, <laughs> like she literally took hit points from that. Mental damage. The way I picture Volley and Renali exploring the jungle together is Renali just wraps her up in a spider silk cocoon, and just carries back and just like a papoose. <laughs> so I can just so, see Volley just going there and just kind of crawling head first into the cocoon <laughs> yesterday. But clearly, very uncomfortable though. Volley is still sitting in the distance. Well, then, should we uh, should we be underway? Renali and I, I imagine, will uh, will be scouting independently, and we will meet you this evening if we have found anything of interest. <coughs> and lean real close, you know, like uncomfortably close. You uh, <coughs> got any more of those like womanly things? I don't know. This might be. I don't want to like. Buford, please. This is. Unacceptable behavior, and frankly, abrasive. Well, I've heard that before, actually. <laughs> but uh, I just, I just, you know, I feel, I feel like uh, I've never seen Resume so uh, uncomfortable, and I don't want her. You know, we're gonna be walking all day, and if Dude, she's like, I uh, apologize, but I must insist <laughs> you are being far too direct and forward with, well, myself and also my personal space. So please. Alrighty then. If you think she's gonna be okay, then okay. Sounds like plan. So perhaps we have come to the conclusion that sleeping on the ground is not a good idea. Probably not. Uh, we may want to uh, try to find uh, can, w- without uh, Renali's uh, silks. Do we have enough material between all of us to be able to? I have some rope here. Material, I don't think is the thing. Um, Renali, if you could, instead of scouting alone with. Well, would it matter if she's scouting or not? I mean, I feel like things will attack us if we're in the air or not. I did not notice much different on the ground, other than that Ling was able to find us, but that came from the tree. It would have found us either way. My arms would beg to differ and just, like, have little ant bites that is just kind of like... Well, that you get used to, honestly. I feel like Esmus is a little touchy this morning. I feel, uh... It is certainly better to be off of the ground. That is why I I try to help when I can, but I... Gathering these materials takes a lot of time. The better part of a day. I'll just walk out from behind a tree, little red bite marks everywhere with uh, cream on them. Just like, yeah, we should, um... Not sleep on the ground, please. You guys are babies. I feel like there's nothing wrong with this at all. I feel that, 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 yeah, you see now, we cover a lot more ground with her scouting. Buddy, have you seen the track of, of bite marks going down your arm? I try not to think about it too much. <laughs> not to mention, we did have to shake three separate spiders out of your carass before you put it on this well, one. I ate one of them. It was real I think tasty. it would be best if you prepared <laughs> like camp tonight. Chicken. All right. I will gather what I can. I will hopefully be able to prepare enough of more of these silks to bridge us from the jungle floor. Where, Where are we headed? That? I will strike out and Malia can help me prepare the area. Well, if the goal is to cross the river, or at least get to it, um, it may be wise um, for us, for example, we could go straight ahead and you could veer off to the left and we have a decent... Or better yet, since we're going to have to be going this way, 
we'll head to the left and you head to the right, so we have an idea of what's to this side, and we'll be wanting to explore well, this way well, by the if, end of the night. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say, if she's scouting, then she's not if doing she's, the gap. And if she's preparing a camp, you're not going to be able to go through two hexes and see anything. If you're, you like, his path isn't going to be able to lead you white. It'll only lead you straight to the elephant people. Right. Yeah. So you can't use it to explore two hexes in front of you. It only gets you straight to a destination. Sure. So I was thinking we go through one hex and she goes through the other. Well, if we wanted to explore this side of the river before we cross, I have a different spell that I can prepare with similar effects. But it won't. It won't let us get to the elephant people's tribe in the same fashion. It, it's more for general safety while exploring. Well, perhaps what, what we should do then is uh, it may be wiser to kind of take it slow since we do know that the river is coming up. We could just have Renali prepare her silks like she normally does, uh, advance to the river's edge. Um, I, I see no reason why we really have to worry about this section of the river since we believe this inner claws are over here somewhere. Uh, we could simply go straight here onto the bank of the river. Um, Set up camp here, see the area, possibly talk, see about building a raft. I think your, your first spell would still be very useful to get us to this bank of the river here. I don't want to cross the river today. It could also be very well that my spell doesn't take us there at all. It might be safer farther upriver. But I don't know. This, the spell simply guides me. Well, what's the plan for today? I think we're just going to uh, let the spell guide us as far as the river and then stop on its banks and see what we can see along the way and uh well then let me prepare the other spell that will help us with exploring the the river itself rather than going to a set destination that sounds logical fair enough all right and the other one is very similar in effect but for when you don't know where you're going (laughs) and it does a thing spells it, What's it called? Show the way. Show the way. No it's direction. a five-foot emanation to me and allies in the area with a duration of eight hours. Okay. And I reckon you can read that better there than I can over yeah, here. Yeah, you do so. it yeah, but all right. So uh, it will give you preternatural knowledge about the head when you get into it the best way forward and avoid potential obstacles. Um, it makes difficult terrain slow you a little bit less. So... It just makes ah, exploring ah, ah, general darn, areas darn, a little darn, easier. Darn, darn, back of armor, back of armor, back of armor. Ah, armor. yes, 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 yes. And uh, I'll just pop yeah. strikes the back of the armor. <laughs> oh, that's going to stick all day. Thank you. Ah, uh, but it's not biting you anymore. Thank you. You're welcome. You just pull out the remains of a spider. Just ugh. so with that, with the show the way, since it basically allows you to explore fifty percent faster, we'll treat this like Pathfinder diagonals. So you can go two hexes with it. And the next day you use it, you'll still only do one hex, and the next day you'll do two hexes, because I don't know how better to represent a 50% speed increase to one. That makes sense. So using it now, you'll be able to explore the whole riverbank here. Uh, meet up with Renali, preparing camp directly south of you. So that even makes sense, because part of these are across or in the river. Yeah. So. so with that spell prepared, the group of you begin your expedition down this way. And as you make it to the riverbanks and travel down along them, you still would not really have discovered anything of particular note. Renali having headed directly down south towards the riverbanks ahead of you, I would have arrived there somewhat early. 
gathering her silk and having Valia assist her in preparing a camp for the uh, for the evening's rest. What's the river like in this general area? It's quite wide, but it's also very slow, lazy flow. Uh, in fact, looking at the surface of the water, you, it barely even looks like it's really moving. Uh, it's almost as lazy as just a gentle breeze through breach hill. Which um, way does the river flow? The river is flowing east to west, question mark? I have a correct answer for this. Uh, but it is it is so slow that with Ephesus' raft plan, like if you had a stick or a paddle, you would be able to paddle against it with no real difficulty. Okay, like it would It would slowly carry you to the west but it's an incredibly gentle river. That said, it's very massive, and at this branch here appears to be about a third of a mile across, which is a decent swim, but thanks to the barely barely moving water, not a super challenging one. Okay. Oh, I'm not too terribly interested in swimming in a jungle river, Uh, no telling what's in it, but... Uh, can I see anything on the other side of the bank? <laughs> Hold um, pork chop over it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah looking, at, looking across the bank is still part of this insane hex here. The other side of it is still just thick foliage and brush. Uh, having left this strange little escarpment uh, behind, it's back to just incredibly dense rainforest where you can, you, you could be an entire army of sentry claws you wouldn't know until you were just 100 feet away from them. Mm. But looking across the river, you don't see any signs yet of this village of the elephant people or anything. Although, you're probably about 10 miles out from it, to be fair. Now, from here, you rest for the night. Renali preparing camp with another huge satchel full of these laden silks, already strung up across some of the larger trunks on the riverbank by the time you arrive. Um, And she will, again, easily succeed at making camp for the evening, and the group of you will rest. Who wants to roll me a beauty? My turn... Don't roll poop. We're fine. This is 16. Here on the riverbank, strangely almost being more exposed, somehow makes you less likely to be set upon by a lot of the jungle wildlife as they're kind of reticent to leave the safety of the dense, heavy foliage to stalk the riverbanks themselves. Because, well... Rivers and rainforest are home of the things uh, that nobody wants to mess with, even the other scary things in the rainforest. Uh, you know water bucks would live here, which is basically the, a dire hippopotamus, and nobody's going to mess with a regular hippopotamus, much less a dire hippopotamus. Imagine a dire hippopotamus. That's why we're not on the ground. <laughs> but with some shifts, whoever's awake uh, sat up on the mosquito netting, still up off the ground in this massive hammock safe from the majority of the jungle's dangers. You would all be able to rest easily. The next day, preparing yourselves for another day of journey. Perhaps today, make contact with this strange village and their neat elephants that Buford really wants to go see. Resume, as you're ready this morning, it's almost as if nothing had changed. Almost as if nothing had happened. As if the day before had been some kind of a strange fever dream. Uh, whatever connection you have to your brother, to your druidic order, to that magic, it's just there. Again, no rhyme or reason or warning as to why it left it happen again. Um, you'll hear Resme pray 
um, in that language that you don't understand. Um, and she'll get up and it is essentially like yesterday was a dream. Like she's completely 100% herself. Like she's happy, she's bouncing around, she's asking everyone questions. Um, she's uh, kind of absentmindedly um, petting her Raven. Um, you got nothing. Maybe she was on her period. <laughs> Lasted a day. She's one day. Now. One day. There's elves. Yeah. So as you prepare for the morning, more like women. It's like mm, here finally stuff. on the riverbank. What are the plans? Asphis had an idea to build a raft. I mean, there's surely plenty of materials nearby. It doesn't seem like it would be excessively difficult. Just time-consuming. Mm-hmm. Uh, it would probably take you, you imagine, a, a day of downtime and work here to get a relatively suitable and sizable enough raft to float the seven of you on this river. I could take you all across the river one at a time. I'm just thinking long-term. Yeah, we'll probably need to cross the river a couple times. It's not really a problem. If you don't want to take the time to do a raft, you can just ride on my back. What? I'd like to build the raft. What do you mean, ride on your back? You turn into some kind of horse? Shark, actually. What? What? Alternatively. I can turn into a shark. You can get on my back. I go across the river. I eat whatever tries to eat us first, and then I go back to the other side and I grab the next person. What if we just walk across instead? That works too. Who votes for walking across? It's it, you understand how liquid water works. Right? You understand how magic works, right? No one understands no, apparently how magic not, works. Yeah. That I, I vehemently disagree. I have a blessing that will allow us to simply walk across as if land. That's fabulous. That's pretty spectacular. And we can build the raft uh, once you make contact with the elephant people if it turns out that their knowledge is useful. It will only last for about ten minutes, but I'm sure that's enough time for us to cross. Oh, a brisk run it is, then. Well, half a mile. It would have been really fun to be a shark, though. Oh, well, maybe later. Okay. Not like playing to me. It does involve our gear getting soaked. Mm-hmm. All right, let's see you work your magic. All right, bro. What we got? All Shall we right. race? So... I'm going to prepare five casts of water walking and Wanderer's Guide. Is Yeah, that's the name. And Wanderer's Guide, just in case we need it. And I'm going to cast them one by one and just each of us go as I cast it because it's only ten minutes long. Don't get caught out there with the spell ending. So. Well, it's only like a third of a mile. It's yeah, not but a... there's someone's lollygagging. <laughs> Serious lollygagging. across the river. Take more than ten minutes to cross the river with your water walking feet. Yeah, so we'll just we'll all just walk across the river. I mean, we can race if you want to. I want to race. You're gonna leave your friends behind. Come on, let's race. This is fun. So with your shark magic, <laughs> you just lost a die today. What's a we're up to three now. Three of the four other people who want to <laughs> wish bodily harm upon this man. It's just Brent life. The last holdout. Brent doesn't want to hurt anyone. You have to, like, really Is this your final fail. challenge, Derp? <laughs> Can you make it before the session's over? As a ranger, I have the ranger wisdom. I don't have to outrun the danger. I just have to outrun you. Ranger I'm danger? Buddy. I'm really slow. Yeah, that's what, that's that. what is shark speed? Hmm? What is your shark speed? Uh, 35. Yeah, that's not going to be a great race, I don't think. That's going to be a, 
Well, if you're not Resume, because nobody's going <laughs> to run across the... Oh, the I, don't, I don't even need to turn into a shark if he's going to do the water walking thing. Yeah. Oh, I thought you wanted to race as a shark. No, I want to race him as a person. Oh, I thought you wanted to be a shark and race while no. they were trying to run across it on foot. I'm not I wasting a third level spell <laughs> on not needing it. You know? I'd still beat you. Fight me. No, you won't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm honestly surprised. I was 100% positive you'd blow a third level. <laughs> I mean, we have the track record. Yeah, I mean, this is we've clearly established this is, in fact, a thing we'll do. Anyway. Maybe later. You have plenty of methods with which to cross this river fairly easily. This is the um, quickest. So, what do you want, Resme and Val... Uh, Resme. God, I don't want to keep calling Resme. Renali... There's so many similar names. Renali, Renavo, Resme. What do you want Renali and Valia uh, to be doing? Just to head off over to the other bank and prepare a camp yes. for after you've met with the super friendly elephant people? Yeah. Works for me. Sounds good. <laughs> so she'll head across with you. Uh, the pair of you making your way with a, a really easy time with Ruse Magic, honestly. There's just no difficulty here whatsoever. Uh, might get your toes a little wet. But. Okay, you're, you're literally walking across the surface of nearly still water. As you arrive at the other bank, Rinali immediately sets about making camp. Uh, while the rest of you head a little further inward to where your map had been marked. Uh, where you had gotten Nikita's information to where the elephant people uh, are supposed to be, where their village is located. It's not supposedly very far from the bank. But as you make your way inland, the terrain around you starts to show some unpleasant signs. Fairly severe scarring. Uh, the massive trees and the luscious undergrowth give way to scorch and char. Uh, the bark of the trees burnt severely all around the other base, the trees having clearly been set in almost entirely aflame. Have we been here already? Licked largely <laughs> to blackened husks. The undergrowth around the base of some of these trees has been almost burnt out entirely. and just left as blackened little twigs and soot across the ground. Hmm. Clearly a uh, fairly massive fire raged through this area. Hmm. I guess the cinder claws have been here. As you start picking your way through this charred jungle, I was going to say, what is everybody <laughs> doing? Recalling knowledge. What are you thinking? Esphus? I'll be, I'll be seeking. And you have your shield raised, of course, Buford. How about you, Dalren? I'll be scouting. Okay, looking ahead for a cause or a source of this. Mm -hmm. um, I'm also going to be seeking. So as you... Here's your guard, proceeding very carefully forward. These burnt-out trunks start to give way to a decently-sized clearing, maybe about 60, 80 feet across. It's not huge. The center of which is filled with what must once have been a half-dozen small wooden huts and homes, all burnt to the ground. Hmm. Cinders. Uh, raised, destroyed, and utterly charred to ash. The only thing left standing of the village is a single 
round stone well set in the center of this ring of small little huts. Stone well, really? And near that well are two nearly unrecognizable mashes of what were once bodies. They look like they have been obliterated into the dirt. Near unrecognizable. Stampeding around near that are two very ornery looking elephants. They're just kind of there. Massive creatures. Enormous tusks jutting and curving upwards, almost like a mammoth. Their trunks all dragging on the ground as they just seem to aimlessly stir about. As you approach this village and see these burnt-out husks of buildings of the elephants, they notice you as well and both turn to face you. They don't rush you to attack or anything, but they clearly are agitated and become much more on guard. Uh, everybody who is seeking, I believe that was Esvis and Dalran and Resme? I was You were scouting. I was seeking. Uh, so Esvis and Resme, let me <laughs> There's elephants. Uh, 24. Thirty-one. You will both be able to make out from the far end of the village, from the rubble of one of the homes, a very weak voice. Almost in response to these elephants stomping around, reacting to something, calling out for help. Rurk. Now. Me. To me. And I'm going to just... No wasting no time going straight to the source of that voice. Um, while they do that, I'm going to cast Speak with Animals, and I am going to try to talk to the elephants so that they do not make my friends into toe jam. So as you try to uh, move forward, Esvis, as you kind of breach the edge of this village, we're possibly following along with you, Mm -hmm. the nearest elephant puts his head down, tusks forward, and stampedes at you. Charging forward about 10 or 15 feet before turning and pulling off. Not aiming to gore you, but clearly a threatening gesture. Stop. Let me talk to them first. Very well. So with your speak with animals. And this will let me use diplomacy to talk to them instead of um, nature. You step forward. This elephant now back by the well, its head down, just making thrusting motions towards the group of you with its tusks, scooping its head up towards you, stamping its feet. She'll hold her hands up and take a very defensive, very non-threatening posture and say, we came here to help. We don't want to hurt you or anyone you consider to be under your protection. Somebody looks like they're injured. Please let us help. We mean no one any harm. Make me a diplomacy check. That's what it looks like. Please don't step up. Hammer time. Uh, that's going to be a session rule. So while this is, uh, while she's trying that, you, you, were you recalling knowledge? Yes. What's your nature modifier? Uh, 12. Twelve. Twelve. We're in different die or and a hero point coming through. K feeds this day. K feeds this day. 
Thank you very much, Ms. McSlushy. Marginally better. So you would know, you would just know, what is, what is clearly apparent from just the sheer size of these things and these tusks. Elephants are fairly simple, but incredibly deadly creatures. Should this like come to blows? It's not, it's not impossible that you could just fight your way through them if you need to, but they are massive. <laughs> this is after my yeah. halfling luck. Wow, this is like your fifth reroll on this. We're not talking about it anymore. <laughs> Massively dangerous creatures through sheer brute force. Are you me right now? They don't even have to attack you, like just walking over you. One more. Last hero point, yeah. isn't it? Hold on. Just take the purple one. It's been rolling good. Don't a halfling luck accessory roll three hero points. Elephants, please! Oh, thank Are God. Are you kidding me? No, it was a 19. Oh, okay. I thought you rolled a one. No, the third no, it was time a 19. A uh, so 19 plus uh, 14 is going to be a 33. 33. Through the power of purple. Thank Through you. the sheer power of chance and intervention directly. I love you so much right now. <laughs> Five we nearly died. later. Good news. Good news. 33. So you were saying elephants can say 12, not going to let you sit at zero. I love <laughs> you. <laughs> get this roll. He wants it. He doesn't want to see you get trampled by elephants. Thank you. You seem to impress upon this elephant your good intentions. And it's very upset. Takes a few steps almost over to the side, away from you, more towards Esphus. Head still bowed towards him, but turning its attention off of you almost entirely. He's not going to hurt anyone either. Can we please go through and help the person who is maybe your friend? He really, well, while he underst- like, clearly understands yours, he gets to, you're speaking with animals directly. It's not even just empathy. It's not even a, just a wild empathy. It's a direct conversation. The elephant just does not seem willing to trust anybody else but you. Um, that's fine. Not without their own. Uh, Rur, give me your the healing. Po- oh, the potions. Here, take some of them. I could attempt to let it... No, just, this is fine. I'll take some of the potions, and she'll very carefully and very slowly walk across to where the person's hurt, to where she can hear them. As you move around this well here, you hear this voice coming from this furthest back building at the far side. And as you look inside, you can see a elderly Wangi man trapped inside the rubble of this house. His leg pinned underneath a fairly massive timber that the fire had collapsed down onto him. As you come in, Wangi. Oh! Whatever holy beings still watch these lands, please, I've not the strength to move this beam. Stay still. Stay still. How big is it? It's pretty big. It's going to be far beyond what you could like, uh, use. Shrink item. <laughs> How much? It's what is gonna the limit on shrink 80 item? 80 bulk. 
Well, you can shrink items. <laughs> so I'm gonna turn it into a toothpick. With your uh, with your spell, you get some value out of this shrink item. This I is, told you it is the best spell in the book. Best it spell is in the book. actually, I, I can't argue with this. It's spectacular. <laughs> every like every situation, I'm amazed at the number of situations. It seemed like they could just be solved. You don't even know the number of situations I thought of to use this. Well, a go. large physical obstruction can be removed from the game entirely. As you shrink this massive Very timber useful. yet down to a pencil, more or less. You can see the man is fortunately largely unharmed. His leg where his pendant log appears to be broken and is cut through, bloodied, and fairly raw, but he's otherwise mostly okay. Pour some Robitussin on. It also does not look like he's been here terribly, terribly long. But at that, he slowly slides himself backwards just a little, Sit. grimacing in pain as that leg Sit. moves. Here, take this. And she'll give him a healing potion. Well, he drinks the, the healing potion. Uh, it's not enough to fix the bones in his leg, but it is enough to pull together where the timber had actually just sliced through and split his skin, uh, leaving his leg bloodied and dirty and still broken, but looking much better. Probably not going to get infected yeah, and turn gonna, gangrenous. Yeah, he's not going to die of an infection. Um, now, meanwhile, the elephants are still pretty aggressively keeping the rest of the party at bay. That's at fine. Of I think I can actually kind of maybe get him up, and do you think I can get him out of here if he leans on me? And as you start, uh, as you're in here getting closer, this other elephant nearest to you is angrily stomping his feet and trumpeting and waving his head around as you get close to the men. But he doesn't come any close. He doesn't make any effort to come to the building or anything. He just is very upset. It's a very unhappy elephant. Um... Can you speak with them? He, he he turns and doesn't even say anything so much as just makes a series of quick clicks with his tongue. And the elephant sways its head back and forth a bit before receding a couple of steps. Uh, again, Mwangi, lend me your shoulder. Of Help course. me stand. Here, lean on me. Oh. And he stands up, leaning on you, and calls out in one hand, Babo! And makes the same clicking noises, turns towards the other elephant, which wheels up, turns around, does much the same thing. And you see him kind of calm and just walk over towards the pair of you. Both elephants now just kind of standing right outside this far hut, turning away from the rest of the group. And that second elephant approaches all the way up to you, head down, and kind of reaches out with his trunk, just snooting around your general face and the uh, the old man. Um, I will totally let him do that. And this he, is fantastic. He reaches up with an arm to <laughs> pat the trunk. Oh, thank you, Abo. Oh, I am sorry. There's nothing. They... They're just doing... They're just protecting the village. They understood my pain, but not how to help. I was... They have been only growing more angry by the hour. Oh. He pets the elephant's trunk, the other one at the corner of the building, a little more shy. Kind of bleakly trumpets quietly towards the ground. 
And the man looks over and sees the uh, the rest of your group over there. They will not harm your friends. Please. She'll motion you guys over. He needed more help than this potion could provide. Now, you guys can clearly see one of his legs is completely broken. It's like an unpleasant angle to look at. Yeah. Like it's a... I was able to get the skin closed up with it, but that's about it. Unfortunately, we might have to open that back up if it's this bad. We'll, uh... We'll definitely have to find a place to sit you down and properly take care of this. And he's still talking uh, only in Milwaukee, so you can understand him. You can memorize me and translate for the, um, for the yeah, rest I'm of Yeah, I'm translating. You. If you're going to focus on him, I'm going to scout and arrow down Longbow and just start. Try to find out how long ago this happened. As you relay that to him, I, I only returned back uh, last afternoon. And I had just been looking to see if there was any way to repair the village. If it was beyond hope. I poked around and disturbed the wrong beam. There was far more damage than I'd imagined. I understand. It was my own fault that collapsed to me, but I am pleased that... At the very least, if nothing else, at least Babo and Ox have returned. Most of the herd fled into the jungles. We haven't been able to find most of them. I'm assuming that this was the Cinder Claws doing. We're just assuming you're reloading everything. Well, he can speak more. Yeah, oh, you can speak more. You're yeah. right. The cultists, the, the boggards, and the charuka. They, they descended upon us with fangs and fire. They tried to take the elephants from us. For what reason, I, I can't imagine, but, and he gestures vaguely towards the two obliterated corpses near the well. They were unable to assert their will over these beasts. I would imagine it would be very difficult if you didn't raise them up from babies to have a relationship with them, if I know anything of animals. These creatures are wiser than their appearance lets on. They could sense the evil in their hearts. I've often found that animals are much more wise than humans in many ways. You, none of you, are Ekujai. No, no. Well, human. He's clearly saying this towards Buford as she translate this. Where? What has brought you to the expanse? That's a very long story. Um, perhaps we should get you taken care of, of a little bit. There's a sling off your shoulder, uh, uh, and you sort of help him down to sit on the ground and just lean up against the outside of the building so you can rest this broken leg here. Oh, a thousand... A thousand lives I owe you. A debt that will never be repaid, not just for myself, but Max and Babu. Whoever you are. This... This looks back towards the house. This would have been a truly miserable end. It is, um... To rot, starvation, or thirst. Whichever... Hand took me first. 
think nothing of it. It, it is an honor to have been of service. Um, please, rest for a little bit, and we will get to explanations. You are must be in a great amount of pain. There will be plenty of time for explaining what's going on while I take care of his leg. The pain is largely dulled over the day. That's not necessarily good either. Swelling, the bone starting to set itself. It at does an odd angle. look kind of bad. It's going to take you a pretty decent amount of effort to this is like... and try to split this into something. Yeah. Functional. That would not be a quick fix. That so is not a battle mission. You're, so you're scudding around the outside of this. Oh, um, <laughs> so <gasps> she is wearing the necklace of a Mwangi linguist. So, so does have, yeah, Nikita's necklace on, right? So I, I didn't know if that would affect his interaction with he me at all. I just wanted to, to recognize it. Anyway. Okay, okay. Cool. He does recognize. He just recognizes you're not Akita. He doesn't seem to make any particular. Okay. The Akita guy don't have any friends, so no one really knows what their stupid. This is why we can't have nice things. He's not wrong though. <laughs> um, she will um start her explanation simply saying that they came here through magical means, uh, chasing the Cinder Claws, who had invaded their lands um, far away as well through a magical portal. So uh, as you're catching up, Esmus scouting out the camp here, making a spinal check. Okay. 26. The 26, you can tell that this damage, all this burning, the fire must have been truly massive, but it's burnt its entire course. It's gone. It's nothing now. Uh, this must have been done days ago. Okay. Uh, it's not so old as the ash of char has really started to blow away, uh, but there's no embers burning even in the hearts of the trees. So it gives you a general estimate that at least a few days there doesn't appear to really be any sign that anyone has come or gone since then, but it appears that from the tracks you can find through the ash and the mire that a fairly large force of Sentry Claws had come in from the east, attacked this village, and absolutely unmissable, the stampeding footprints of the elephants who had just charged south out of the jungle in a mixed panic. It looks like they had near a dozen of the animals around the houses. Any sign of the people that you can There find? are uh, also a whole lot of human footprints as well that are kind of difficult to make out around the elephant. Giant stops. Uh, but between that and the situation of the buildings uh, themselves it doesn't really look like the cinder claws actually killed very many people if anyone it looks like they may not have even made any effort to so much as they just came to burn the whole place to the ground uh, are the human footprints like are the other people's footprints like mingled towards the south in the same direction they look like they've also just uh, ran to the south they do scatter pretty widely uh, as they just fled when the cinder claws attacked from what I can tell, this happened at least a few days ago, probably maybe within the week. Hmm. Uh, Claws came with a very, very large force. They came for destruction, not for killing. Panic set in. Most of the elephants went to the south. Some people followed, but it's mostly scattered. Hmm. So the tribe still exists then. That's good. And uh, as Resme is talking to this man, he introduces himself. Uh, my name 
I am Kanade. Most of my people did manage to escape. The Cinder Claws have made nearly no effort to stop us from fleeing. Didn't come to attack simply to bring destruction and fire and ruin upon us. I think they wanted your elephants. Well, they had arrived uh, some time ago. Maybe. Kanari? Maybe. Maybe ten days passed. With a small force, largely of these bargains. Not of this place. The frogmen. We're familiar. Walk. After some of their number were trampled underfoot, they retreated and returned some days later with much greater numbers and fire, simply to destroy our tribe and our home. They made no efforts then to gain anything. It was spite, sheer, plain, and simple. Well, wanton destruction does seem to be how they operate. I'm so sorry. We have survived. They did not stop our retreat. As scattered, but at least our people have largely returned together. I imagine while this seems largely beyond repair, we should have no major difficulty starting anew. This will not end us. Like the forest, sometimes when a thing burns, you have to start over to make yourself stronger. I only hope that we're able to recover more of our companions. Mm. Have some, but they fled in blind panic. They are strong and hardy beasts. Ill-fitted to surviving in a feral situation, I fear. Maybe we need your help as well, but maybe we can help you find them. The ones here, these two may be the calmest of our lot. Our best hunters and scouts have tracked them into our favor. They're not good at covering their tracks. Perhaps in order to track an animal, it is more helpful to be one. And I can talk to them. No, please, you owe us no further favors. You've done... I I don't even know who you are. Oh, that's very rude of me. Um, I'm Resme. Um, Roar, uh, Esphus, uh, Buddy, and, uh, Master Dolren. You've all clearly traveled far into this land. I'm sure you've some purpose of your own that drives you. I... Of course, we won't stand in your way, but I'm afraid my people have no aid to offer you. But you might have information, and that's what we seek more than anything. Certainly unpart what little I know. What is it you seek? 
the cinder claws, we want to bring them down. They are an evil and a blight upon this land. And to do that, we have to understand more about how they operate and why they're here. I'm not mentioning the Echo Jai at all. Right. I... They seem to make few friends. That much is certain. But all I know of them is their descent upon this village. This blight was birthed anew from nothing. Rising from dirt and ash itself, as far as I can tell, near overnight. I... I'm afraid there's little I can tell you. Do you know anything about uh, a darkness, or when you travel, is your vision obscured at all, or can you travel freely through the forest? We've had no interaction. We've met no darkness. Nothing of the sort. Uh, the rest of our hunting grounds have been left untouched. They came just to lay waste to our homes. Alright. Let's get you back to your people and healed up. And then maybe... Maybe we can see what we can do about finding your friends. We're in no state to receive guests and to honor you properly, but this is a debt owed indeed. With this creature's help, <laughs> my leg is well enough. And with Max and Bobo, I will be able to ride safely back to my people. If you can but help Wait a minute, you're telling me you can ride these things? He's speaking in Wongate. Yeah, oh, like, god damn it! That's my translating as he talks. I'm not gonna translate gonna that, that verbatim. <laughs> I'm not gonna translate that verbatim. I'm okay. gonna say, my friend Buddy has heard legends about these elephants and he was sort of looking forward to maybe getting to ride one. Oh, well, I didn't... Well, I, I don't know. <laughs> that's Buggy. You have no idea what she's saying. Well, I didn't say anything. But I guess that's fine. Huh? Because I didn't understand what he was saying, right? She's translating as he talks. Oh, gotcha. So, yeah, you would've, she would have translated that as you said that. Yeah. You would have yelled out. So, and he just kind of smiles. <laughs> well, then... Ah... <sighs> At it least. is the greatest reward I can offer, perhaps. At least while I take the time to treat your leg. Help. Oh. He reaches up out to uh, Bubba's trunk, and both elephants are just standing like right next to you as this is happening, just still back, kind of just milling about as they were when you first arrived. Much calmer now as they seem to get a sense that you are friends and you're helping. He reaches out a hand, and Bubba's trunk kind of well, sort of wraps <laughs> around a bit. And he uh, says some things in Wongi and clicks uh, his tongue a couple of times and then uh, tugs around the trunk and claps twice and then puts both his hands on the ground in front of him. And uh, Babo holds his trunk underneath him and puts his head down, his tusks on the ground, almost kind of kneels down on his front knees 
head bowed. And his hand's still on the ground. Kanade turns. He understands. How do I get on this thing? Do I just like one step? Should remove some of this marding your friend wears. I don't know if the metal will disturb him. Uh, you should take off your armor. I'm gonna like strip off my pants <laughs> like boom! <laughs> <laughs> Just flex and boom. <laughs> and uh, somehow my the helmet comes ready. out from under the hat. No, 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 no. The hat on. never moved. It just stayed it there. It pops into the air and settles. <laughs> Buddy. Climb up on an elephant? I sure do. Uh, <clears throat> these are kind of stupid looking animals, but I am ready to go. Not translating that either. <laughs> He's so excited. So, how do I get on this thing? Where's, yeah, the, where's the step ladder? How do I, where, where do I put my feet here? Uh, now, even kneel down, his shoulders probably eight feet up off of the I know, ground. I'm looking for a place Maybe to you leverage can give here. Him a... Yeah, it's all right, it's all right. Here, sure. here, give me, give me. He's got a boost. I'm just like flopped over the top of it. As you get wriggle, up there, wriggle, 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 wriggle. Kind of like looks <laughs> up. It's not down, but confused. Its trunk was back up over its head. Just sort of feel <laughs> whatever it's ah, sitting it's up. It's got a hold of me. Hey, no, hey, it's, it's fine. Hey. It's just it it's getting to know you. Let's <laughs> blow some snot. I think this one. I, wait, I, oh, wow, I think wow. it's trying to make you smell like it. it it's, it's to calm you down, I'm sure. It was hilarious. It likes you. <laughs> that's a sign of love. Oh, that's a very kind of you, uh, elephant. Um, I guess I'll swing my leg over. And as uh, Kanade picks his hands up and claps them together again and puts both of them up. The elephant stands up and you Rory, you better be ready to start a little bit, and it just moves a couple steps, kind of. (laughs) I'm gonna bail. (laughs) Bail. I'm gonna like just leap off of this thing. So you just dive off of the elephant. You're just. You're gonna take eight eight bludgeoning damage. You're falling about sixteen feet. <laughs> so I look so disgusted and embarrassed, and like the emotions that are going over Resme's face wow. right now. Did you, just, did you see me wrangle that thing? I've never seen anything. Man, I had that thing in a headlock. I don't think it could even move. Man, as you, I want to try fall off, The elephant doesn't move at all. You just dive hit the ground, and it just kind of turns and looks at you and takes a step away. <laughs> And, uh, I'll definitely help tell Bonnie this. Kanade spins up a bit. Um, <laughs> you he, uh, you he bumped his head yesterday. I think it's addled his brains a bit. Maybe that wasn't such a good idea. That is, you better tell yes, Bonnie about the size. Made a bacon like it was at least 18 feet. Perhaps I mean, look at the size of that we'll thing. Fix it. We can only hope. <laughs> I mean, I think that's at least 20 foot tall now that I really get a good look at it from over here. It's um, a rite of passage among our people to tame one of these beasts. Maybe I could 
could have a try. But I don't rodeo. know that I've ever seen one quite like that. Well, Buddy's an original. Alvin just looks confused. He's like, like, don't you go ride me. What's going can, on? Can, <laughs> can, can, he just kind of goes back to poke. I'll, I'll tip my hat at the Trump. elephant. You're not real. looking at you anyway. Well, You're I'm going to tip my hat. doesn't change what I'm doing. <laughs> Can, can, can I give it a try? I... I suppose <laughs> I see no problem. These... These beasts, my people, share our lives with. They are as brothers as our own kin. I we wanna... survive through them and they through us. I want to make friends. You... You spoke to Babo when you arrived. I heard, as did he. Yes. You spoke better than any of my people ever could. You have a connection with these creatures. Yeah, I'm pretty weird. Perhaps. But, uh... Put his hands on the ground again. And, uh, again, the elephant turns to him. And just... It's like, you got to be kidding <laughs> <me>. <laughs> Puts his head down. Gets down on his Looks resigned. Again. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see if you can last longer than Buddy. Don't did. worry, I loosened him up for you, Rizme. They are prideful creatures, and he does not appreciate what he sees as a waste of his talents. <laughs> um, I'll uh, kind let Dalrin push, boost me up, and I'll kind of use my legs to stay steady, um, while I hold on to its neck with my hands. As he uh, pulls the elephant up again, it stands up. It surge another four or five feet upwards as it stands tall. Just, and again, it sniffs a little. But instead of just sticking a trunk in your face, it just sniffs around and your legs spread wide over the beast's neck. It just kind of stands there. Um, I'll recast Speak with Animals. Um, and I'll... Uh... I'll thank him very much for um, letting uh, me get to know him. And uh, I'll tell him that I really want to help find his brothers, the ones that ran off. Do you know where they would go? So, speaking with animals, he's still only an elephant. Although they are very intelligent. I mean, yeah, like a like a dog is. So I mean, they're not like he can't respond in it. Like he cannot that, talk back to you. But right. He can, he I'm trying to get an idea a, across. Yeah, a general impression. I was like, yeah, okay. Trumpets sadly again. He turns very subtly, and uh, with a couple of just slow steps, stomps his way to the southern end of the village, right around the ring of huts. Puts his head down and just snorts 
out towards the general southern jungle. Um, thank you. Is there anything you want? You've, um, you've done me a great service and you're very loyal. What kind of food do you like? And he is a granola. Slowly turns back around. It's like a wheeling slow rotation. Very gentle. Back towards the town. And just kind of stomps over towards the stone well. And just sticks his trunk down the well. Is there food down there? Oh, probably water. Probably water. Oh, he wants water. Um... Hmm. How deep down is the water? As he starts drinking, the other elephant also comes over and sticks his trunk down. Kanade calls out, <laughs> They! They truly listen to you when you speak. This is a miracle. Uh, I guess you could call it that, sure. They have... Well, that's not quite a miracle. Been distressed. <laughs> they would not drink or forage for themselves since I collapsed that beam upon myself. <laughs> Must truly be thirsty. Yes, I'm sure they are. Um, I'm sure they're hungry so too. He sticks his head down towards the well. He's kind of sitting. Yeah, you see that his neck slopes forward about thirty degrees, just towards the well itself. But uh, nestled back behind his ears, you feel this kind of lurch forward, and it's almost a little difficult to stay on. There's not much to hang on to on the back of an elephant. Uh. <clears throat> There's always Buddy's way down. No, I'm uh, I'm all right. Um, uh, perhaps uh, before you drink some more, you'd be willing to let me down. Kind of step back. His trunk just slowly pulling out where he just snorts with a pretty big blast of water across the side of the well and uh, kneels back down until he slide off his shoulder onto the ground. Um, she'll give him a, a low bow and say thank you and uh, walk back over. The greatest gift I or any of my kin could offer do seem to be Fully worthy of simply taking yourself. Uh, she'll blush um, at that a little um, and look a little awkward. Um, but she'll smile and she'll say, he thinks that his brothers went south that way. Well, look at them footprints. Uh, I would say that's about right. He's very sad. I think they miss them very much. We will find them in time. Hopefully, by the time I'm reunited with my brothers and sisters, our herd will have returned to us. Resme, and all of your friends, who have the gratitude of an old man and his people. Let's get you. Strange creature. <laughs> if I could speak Mwangi, he's a bird. <laughs> this should be enough to allow me to ride. If one of you can aid me on Zababu's shoulders. 
and uh, just constantly helping this old man up. I'll be a little bit more careful. His broken leg splinted now as he carefully takes position on the back of the elephant, uh, sitting kind of hunched over and forward, his hands almost to the elephant's ears, uh, meet its head. You are no Echogi. That much is certain. That's for sure. Um, for our own peace of mind, would you mind very much if we escorted you back just to make sure nothing else happens to you? It's... It is some days travel. And still I don't know yet. I can have quite settled. But Babu, he is a wise creature. He will find the path. Well, if it isn't too far, I can tell you that traveling with us is much faster. <laughs> that I certainly doubt. You are kind folk. You owe nothing to an old man here left the dangers of his own foolishness but still you have given me more time than I deserve for your sakes and ours bring wrath down upon these cultists as they have rained their fire upon us have your people set up nearby, some place where we could come and see you again after this is settled? We have not yet settled. Well, not as when I left alone, afoot. We could not risk stopping if the cultists still pursued us. We seem to have had no interest. I came back alone to scout and search, as I have had my years, and if they still lay here waiting, it would be no great loss. There's little life left to live, but you have hopefully given me some more stories to tell yet. Pelt by a hairy, a hairy small creature. Certainly. The opposite of those I normally owe my life to. I'm not hairy. The massive hairless creature he's kind of listening on. (laughs) She looks vaguely insulted. Well, we're going to go see if we can rain some revenge for your sake. And may you leave behind even greater stories in your wake. Uh, he claps again and then kind of leans forward. And the elephant with a little nest trumpet just kind of starts stopping his way down to the south. Max, the other elephants, slowly following behind as they begin to travel. That was the coolest thing that's ever happened to me. I certainly hope that his leg will be okay, though. It was quite the break. Well, I'm sure they've seen broken bones before. Uh, thankfully, uh, I'm sure that man had a 180 degree angle on his ankle. <laughs> He's doing the ankle. It was like his femur. <laughs> the thing hit. The femur. 
Oh. Yeah, boy. that was like a. That was not a good situation. All right, so so his thigh was folded on itself. I don't think he's going to be quite okay. Um, He'll, he, he, hopefully there's many people who can take care of him. I hope there's somebody at his destination to get him off that elephant once he arrives. I'm sure. For the time being, I'd have at least a bearing for where the Cinder Claws came from. Yeah, it's, you know, I find it very odd. I mean, it seems very uncharacteristic of these Cinder Claws to come in here and just scare some people. Uh, it seems like they do a lot of killing, mostly, and don't have, you find that odd? We have met only specific instances of them. They well, in just... every instance, they just go in and kill people, so I don't understand why. I, don't you think that's odd, Esme? You don't find that? I don't find it odd that they are not that they didn't kill anyone here. I think that they just wanted to throw a temper tantrum, but at the yeah, same time... they're t- here anyways, I mean, why not just go kill all the people? They don't seem like they're very strong. This guy was like 108 years old. But... This guy. Uh, and also, it, it seems that originally, um, judging from what Resume was able to relay, uh, they originally came here seeking to take the elephants uh, to make use of them, but once they found that their elephants would have nothing to do with them, uh, then perhaps, I mean, it could simply have been a strategic decision. If they can't have the elephants, they don't want anyone else having them. Well, it'd be a lot easier if there were no people to have the elephants at all. Well, I don't know. It... They seem to be pretty, have an easy time burning the huts down. Chasing down an entire village full of fleeing, scattering people is actually a lot more difficult than you think it is. Plus, if they received the unwelcome welcome of being crushed by the well when they first came, then trying to attack the villagers would no doubt invoke the wrath of these elephants as we saw just walking in. It may and be as possible. You're, as you're now kind of just standing here, left alone in the burnt ruins of this village, around the well, these two bodies, while well, there is very little left of them that hasn't been mashed into a two-dimensional smear in the <laughs> dirt, little bits of skin and obliterated flesh make it clear these are the corpses of two boggards mm-hmm. that were trampled into complete non-existence. What are the chances that two Cinderclaw symbols survived the trampling? Um... Should know. we should we even take them? You have to dig them up at this point. We didn't yeah. kill these. Yeah, we didn't. Yeah, <laughs> we we take our trophies. Um, but uh, maybe there's something. Uh, maybe we can find some sign. Maybe one of their one of the invaders dropped something. Maybe if you look around, maybe we can find some evidence of where they came from, or just some more information. I know where the tracks are. Uh, you you would you definitely know the tracks useful. led out to uh, almost the due east from here, where they had come in, uh, like east northeast. Uh, otherwise, the village itself looks like everything that had not been destroyed and burnt to cinders that could have even conceivably been of value had been either looted or taken by the elephant people as they fled. Okay. There is nothing there but ruin. All right. I'll relay that. Unfortunately, well, it also seems that the only lead Nikita had to give you has been burnt away by the Cinderclaw cultists. It may be uh, It did give us a direction, though. They did, and it, they, from here on, with the tracks of the Cinderclaws leading east, um, we have a feeling that probably the Cinderclaws would be found on this side of the river. This is, however, a sizable force. This is not some scouting party. Of course. Um, we are in a war zone, after all. Uh, we'll have to be cautious. Um, but if we're to strike out and try to keep Breach Hill safe from further incursions, it seems only fitting that we go where the enemy is strongest. Uh, They were so sad. I didn't... Their sadness felt almost human. It was just 
really unexpected. They were mourning. Hmm. You find family in strange ways. I... I feel kind of guilty for letting him go off alone. Um, we saved his life. Doesn't that kind of make him our responsibility? No. He nope. is still responsible I for his decisions. I don't see how that works. <laughs> Nevertheless, he will walk the path in safety. Whereas for the rest of us, let's gather our let's gather ourselves and let's get camped. And when the morning comes, let's follow this trail. I think we have a few Santa Claus to pay back. I agree. And I can't set any of them on fire. Does sure you meet? can. Sure you can. Well, a question. What's up? We haven't used a good portion of our day because we pretty much walked across the river and then walked to here. Well, the... It has uh, traveling and then finding this tiny village is like 80 feet across and 10 miles of track with jungle map notwithstanding. It's probably taken most Probably took a minute. Yeah. You've yeah. got about enough day left to meet back up with Rinaldi near the bank and camp for the evening. Okay. So the day the, is going to be pretty largely spent. The consideration when traveling east, do we follow these tracks to the jungle or do we take the river? Well, you did bring up a good point of not being seen. Mm-hmm. And being out in the open, if we take the time to create a raft in this case, would probably be a bad idea, especially considering the east. But the river will give us food and water. Our provisions are well stocked. True. I mean, if we've got tracks, I mean, why not follow them? It'd so, be hard to find them again. Sounds good. Excellent. As long as they're as fresh as they can be, I'll follow them as best I can. Well, one good thing about a forest this large, they leave quite a trail. So the group of you... Plans in hand, headed back to Rinali and Valia, where plenty of fresh new silk lays ready to uh, hang another night's camp up in the trees in relative safety. Valia sitting, looking slightly haunted. (laughs) Valia perhaps is not not directly around while uh, (laughs) silk is mystically being acquired and helping in other ways. She was still swimming across. Gathering some... uh, Food, uh, bits of food or water as she can to help offset how much of your rations you have to eat, even though the magic sack does appear to be damn near infinite. Mm. Uh, she is going to once again put the camp together, and as she hangs the silk up through the trees and sets the netting, the group of you prepare to sleep for your evening here and head out the next morning. As you rest, going through your various watches. Down here near the river, close to the village, things start to feel a little more biting. There seems to be a lot higher activity of insects, both Dolly and Wingy, around here. And you get... It's not the greatest sleep of your life, regardless of the fact that you're up in this hammock. It only seems to help so much to offset this on this marshy southern bank of the river. I am going to need everybody to make me a fortitude save. 27. 24. Yeah. I'm using Hero point. I am everyone. so proud of you. She's doing it. 
Link 1429 in <gasps> ancient times. 10,000 years ago. In ancient times. I'm very proud of you. Mine is. Matt 20, thank you, Link. Thank you very much. Mine is from Mirne 1116. Alrighty. Um, I also rolled a nat 20 for a total of 30. Uh, 31. I think uh, I have the lowest. What you 24. Have? 24. 34. So as long as you, all you awaken in the morning. Yeah, fair bit more bit. bit. You got some itchy bumps across your bodies, and when you wake up for your morning uh, business before you start really preparing, a little unpleasant. Mm. Your stomachs aren't feeling super great. But nobody seems to be terribly worse off for wear. It's just a, well, generally less enjoyable. Nah, this ain't, don't be grumping around. This ain't nearly as bad as tick season. My ears are itching. Your ears are swollen. And don't start itching your ears again. That was real awkward. I may need to stop a couple more times than usual today, if you know what I mean. Yeah, she's still, I think she's still on that time of the month here. A couple of you might. I was actually referring to the other direction, if you must be so crude. Valia has just dir- withered into non-existence in the She's <laughs> <laughs> turned completely away the from the party, just polishing one spot on her breastplate very aggressively. All the paint on it's gone. It's just <laughs> cringing into herself until she disappears into a single atom. The nets only seem to protect you so much, and you hesitate to imagine the absolute hell world you would be in if you didn't have them. But we'd be like, good luck, Leopard Clan. Several days days deep into a jungle exploration is certainly starting to take a little bit of a toll. Now, where are we heading? It's not a toll, that's a river. I I mean, we're just following the. I just want to die today, clearly. Strike five. You got 13 minutes to piss Brent off. We're following the tracks, Let's follow right? the tracks, wherever they, they go. Well, you want to uh, show the way. The tracks seem like they are going to lead you, uh, uh, let's say, up one, east-northeast, east, up this direction. Uh, what do you want Renali to do? Head ahead and make camp or scout an additional hex? Camp. Or camp. Camp. I'm not sleeping yep. on the ground ever again. Which show the way is only going to give us the one square today. Yeah. Or the one hex. It is only the one, indeed. So... The two of you, uh, her heading forward, the rest of you following, move into another nearby hex with your day's travel. Rur's magic accelerating you a little bit, but not quite enough to mechanically get you two hexes. And as you explore the region, scouting around, looking for signs of anything, really, you can tell that the ground here on the southern side of the river is getting significantly marshier. The jungle is heading from a sturdy, almost in places rocky, just large rainforest to almost a bog outright. Hmm. We're not going through a bog. The raft might be a better idea at this point. Mm -hmm. It's not. I was wondering who was going to say it first. (laughs) (laughs) I get the name now. (laughs) But, uh. I'm going to hurt everyone. It's not terrible going, 
it's uh, it's not you're not like wading through water or anything. The ground is just getting softer, and there are errant stagnant pools scattered around much more frequently than they had been on the northern side. A marshing we will go. Catching up with Rinaldi, having still really found nothing throughout this jungle save the elephant people's camp, and well, a random ooze. She has all of the silk and everything set for another hammock, and uh, this time, with a day to prepare a little further inland, you almost don't even notice her setup before she brings you into it. Here with the bog and the density of the foliage, how everything is, she's actually able to camouflage this pretty spectacularly well. So your bird's going to be almost invisible from the outside. You're actually going to have no chance for any encounter today whatsoever. <laughs> Does this mean that the mosquitoes and the bugs won't be able to see us either? Maybe. You. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe they'll disbelieve our, be- our existence. As you rest another night, bringing you to the weekend, if anyone's still counting. Oh, we missed our oath day. I hope that doesn't cause problems later on. We get back to Breach Hill. I- there will be hell to oh. pay. <laughs> <laughs> How do we continue heading? Keep following the tracks? Well, I'm of two minds here. Um, given the nature of the river, it might not be a bad idea to have an alley scout the, tracks, the other side as we go. Uh, the tracks do seem to follow mostly along the riverside. And they have headed east-northeast, turned a little bit more north back towards the river, and it seems like they marched just uh, some ways inland, but almost uh, parallel to it as they went. <laughs> So, given the importance of the river, we could actually, with Rinaldi's help, scout both sides of the river as we move east. So, with you show the way, today you'll be able to scout out two hexes mm-hmm. as you continue, and Rinaldi will be able to meet with you in the evening to tell you what she's found in one of them. So, you guys want to continue following the tracks, and yes. you want Rinaldi to go north? Would that be okay? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, she'll scout this out with Valia and meet back with you in the evening. If she's scouting north, is it appropriate to ask what's up? Mm-hmm. Not responding to that. As you proceed, one and then two hexes further into the jungle. The land only becoming more and more of a marshy bog the further you travel. <laughs> With afternoon wearing on as you reach this uh, far distance here. It even starts to open up a bit more. Uh, the canopy started clearing out into an area of almost uh, just scattered, murky pools and twisting low creek beds. There is an island visible near the middle of this large bog where you can see the first sign of any other sentient life since you met the elephant people. There is a completely demolished and torn asunder campsite Hmm. set up in the center. It does not look like the Cinder Claws haphazard arrangements that you saw underneath the Citadel Altarian. It looks like something that people would use. Normal tents who have any care about accommodations whatsoever gathered around what was once a fire pit dug in the center of the island. Possibly a particular research uh, the excursion. It's not a particularly large... It's not a particularly large area, or camp, rather. It looks like it only uh, housed 
yeah. a couple of people, two or three, four at most. So possibly? Maybe yeah. a scouting like, party? Yeah. We don't actually know how, how many, many uh, how many yeah. people he brought with him. I reckon let's check it out. But there's definitely another thing that would be immediately very, very visible there, uh, which would be a pair of enormous Trees. something rocks, inanimate things. They Spiders. are <laughs> rocks, inanimate things. Unfortunately, it does not look like it is going to be trees, rocks, or inanimate things. Ah, it's pretty bad. Very much look like it is the opposite of trees, rocks, or inanimate things in that it is... Animate. Animate. And hostile. Giant uh, creatures of some kinds. Uh, they actually look to be... Reptilian? Are but they very Rambo-looking? With massive wings. Rambo-looking? Yeah, the tropical dragon dog things that rampaged in the citadel. Oh, dragon dogs. Yeah. What does Rambo, Rambo looking come from? Their, their, to- their tokens had multiple colors. Rambo what? was... How does Rainbow? <laughs> you mean the oh, talking Rainbow. You said yeah. Rambo. I'm no, imagining like a big Rainbow. muscly lizard guy no, with like a red headband. Head <laughs> no, I, I said Rainbow. <laughs> You totally you did didn't. Everyone I meant to say Rainbow. <laughs> well, you didn't say Rambo. You Yeah, definitely Rambo. Definitely. I was like, I have no idea what you were attempting to communicate <laughs> with Rambo looking. The but lizard I, things they brought through the portal. Are they speaking in really bad English? Like yeah. kind of like <laughs> No. It's not my fault. <laughs> <laughs> Rambo looking. <laughs> Rambo looking. They got, they got a red red bandana on. <laughs> oh look, rocks fall. Uh, <laughs> everyone dies immediately. No, they are two absolutely enormous. I don't want to use a word that your characters wouldn't know, but I'm having a really hard time thinking of anything else to describe them. So What's I'll the describe check? this to the players, not the characters. Massive pterodactyls that look like they are standing taller than the elephants were. They're bony lizard birds. They are massive, huge, flat, fleshy, almost bat-like wings folded over with hands on the end as they peek through the campsite with enormous four-foot-long beaks. I vote we go around. What do I know about (laughs) these things? As you are, I am sure, recalling knowledge as you Mm -hmm. move through here. Go ahead and uh, what's your nature? That is... Well, he's kind of a little foolish. Short. Good sense of humor. It is a giant freaking pterodactyl. Uh, but you do realize they don't appear to be... Well, there's nobody in the camp that you can see. They're poking through it like a bear trying to find meat in a picnic basket. They look like they're pretty obviously hungry. And they're just kind of snooting around, hoping to find some amount of a meal. But as the group of you approach and can see them... Across the uh, across the expanse here, I'm gonna change this a little bit because they are pretty clearly visible. I could talk to them and see if they want us to give us a ride. There we go. Huh. They are. Oh God, they're massive. They are huge. 
Hey, buddy, you should knock him over. And as they're, uh, as they're I still vote around, to go around. <laughs> you guys get up into range of where you can see the creatures. I had to stall so hard there because this map is so laggy. It took me literally that long to get this up. <laughs> I have to remake this map. It's my fault that I can forge Every single tree is a freaking joke. Those leaves are really beautiful, though. They're so pretty. Look, look at them. Oh look look at them wave. Single one of them's animated, and they're it was so not beautiful. worth it. Sniffing a bit, perhaps hearing the jingling of full plate in the distance. One. <laughs> And then the other turns towards you. And with a massive beak opening, somehow expecting a car or something, an enormous rolling roar emanates from within as it hops over towards you. One, I'm almost moving like a weird chicken, a chicken-gorilla hybrid with its wing hands just leaping. The other one jumping up, spreading its wings into the air, soaring out towards you. I'm terrified and perplexed. I'm not being eaten. You look very ready for initiative. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Were they, were they coming to talk to us? No, <laughs> we definitely do not have time to resolve this particular encounter right Good now. Job, but, but I want to. So next week. Oh, oh, wait, no, not next week. Next week, we are actually going to be participating in a digital uh, PaizoCon thing that yeah. Paizo has going on, too, since we can't have an actual convention, obviously, due to the state of existence right now. Uh, and we will be doing a one-shot campaign, which is a follow-up in spirit, but a one-off largely. A spiritual successor, you could say, to the Fall of Plaguestone adventure that we did back on my own personal channel. But when we return back to this adventure... The week after that, then, then we're going to roll some initiative. We're going to roll some initiative on a map where every single tree is an animated, and it doesn't take me actually five minutes to set up an encounter because <laughs> the map is so freaking laggy. So I will fix that. That'll be cool. We'll consider that our technical issue for the week because somehow we actually didn't really have one. I barely even dropped any frames. I dropped way less than I usually do, so that's cool. They are gigantic. They are hungry. And they see food approaching in the distance. Oh, oh, it's, it's us, okay. Yeah. I, I, I get it. Enderer has no idea what they are, but at least he knows he has no idea what they are this time instead of just assuming incorrectly. Actually, halfling luck. Yeah. You want to blow that now? Yes. Okay. Wow, that actually did turn it around. Remind me. <laughs> It'll make way more sense to give you what information you have then. I'm going to write that down somewhere. Yeah, write down on an index card or something. Yeah. We have them here for a reason. Thank you all for hanging out. Thank you, everybody, for being here, supporting us, hanging through the show. Next week, we finally kill off the Flagstone crew. Next week <laughs> is going to be... Digital PaizoCon, like I said, they're going to be doing a whole lot of stuff. This channel is going to have a ton of content all weekend when PaizoCon would normally have been running. There's going to be all kinds of panels. There's going to be all kinds of Q&As. And uh, for, oh, I, I imagine a whole bunch of looks into stuff that is coming here in the near future. Hopefully we get to see some... I want, I want neat stuff about the freaking Advanced Player's Guide, please. We get to play Cobalt. injected into my veins. I want the Advanced Player's Guide so bad.